right. No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BZ Broadcast Group Incorporated. Let's read that stuff from Jersey yesterday that you didn't get on the air. That was good. You're listening to was Sports good. Radio It was the best FM radio I ever heard in a long time. Funny if I've ever heard him do. Yeah. Well, some of his better material, I guess. It was some effing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Effing that. Effing this. Effing that. And effing him. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. We're picking on him. Oh, that's just by reports that this game is fine. In other counties, call toll-free 877 It's like it's always my fault when somebody's complaining. It is anyway, so. Because they have no audience and because they're so mad. So don't you know what it is. And you know that that Neil picked on the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Media is sick and needs salt badly. Yes. Absolutely. When they set up the plume of smoke, we knew that we had a brand new Pope. Everyone says he's a perfect choice. Great presence and a nice singing voice. So card, the rap singer picked his name. Benedict. Now he's the new leader of the church. Amen. He puts on the big hat happily. The new Pope from Germany. The Pops Pops Dope! The Pops Pops Dope! God gave him the grass! The Pops Pops Dope! He likes his smoking mass! The Pops Pops Dope! He's a groovy headdress! The Pops Pops Dope! The Pops Pops Dope! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Guy is high on masculine, facing high on back! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, taking Jill, right up the hill to fetch a pillow, watch a 
Boston National Park at that new baseball park. And maybe the Pope will throw out the first pitch. Isn't that great? <laughs> that other uh, murderer, Rob Bush, he threw out the first pitch for their opening ball game at the, uh, the brand new ballpark. Maybe the Pope could throw out the first pitch. I'm sure he'd love to. They're having big mass. It's on CNN like this is really news, okay? See, what constitutes news? Is it when somebody uh, who's a religious leader or a particular denomination shows up and they're having like a, a religious mass? Apparently. Is that news? All things it's not news because anybody who wasn't brainwashed into that crap doesn't give a flying fart about it, okay? Or like Jack said yesterday, jerks a flying F about it. He didn't say fart either. There were a lot of flying Fs yesterday. There were a lot of Fs flying all around. And then he comes on the air and, well, oh, they're picking on us. They're picking on us on that show. Yeah, we're going to pick on you, all right, till they put something good on the air. God. We got the jerk show at 2 this afternoon. Now, isn't the heat season over officially now or what, Chris? Yes. It's over. Correct. So what log are we going to have, huh? Jack! I guess we'll find out tonight. Yeah, I'll have to tune in too and see if Jackson's got any material now that the heat season is over. Maybe he can recrap the entire season and go, you know, game by game, loss by loss. Mad Dog, 4 to 6.50, and then from 6.50 to 7, we got the first pitch with Jesse Agler, the Marlins pregame report. Marlins are on fire. They won again last night. They're smoking it, like the Pope. Hurricane Hotline, 7 to 8. High School Gridiron Report, 8 to 9. That should have a tremendous tune-in audience, followed by the DA Show, 9 to midnight. Boy, Thursday. He must dread Thursdays. Can you even imagine coming in on the heels of all that? So I already, I shouldn't have told you this before the show. I should have laid it on you right on the air, and you would have fallen off the chair. About my experience at Woodbine yesterday? Yeah. I don't want to rub it in because Chris gets, oh, you're full of crap. You can't win it. Well, you're right. Most of the time you lose. But I've been on a roll lately. I think I've only had one one losing day since I came back from um, whatever that vacation was. Remember that vacation last month? Yeah. Vancouver, Montreal. Oh, Montreal. Well, I had to have a lot of winning days to make up for Montreal. Boy, that was bad. Bad. Oh, that casino, man, they just suck the money. That's all they do. They just bleed the money out of your ass. But uh, since I've come back, I've been on a pretty good roll. And that's because I'm using my head a little bit and getting blindly luck. Now, yesterday I go in there, and like I've been telling you, the dollar wheel of fortune machines are tight as a drum these days at Woodbine. Don't go anywhere near them. And I, what's the first place I go? Yeah, dollar machines right over there. But luckily, they were jammed full. There was no no machine open. I thought, well, I'm not going to stay. And some old lady that I know, they're a very nice lady, even older than me, ancient. She says to me, oh, my God, these aren't paying at all today. They're just terrible. I said, again? That's right. They're just not. They're awful. And so that having been said, I went and I picked out a dime machine. Now, see, when I say to you a dime machine, you're thinking, oh, it only costs a dime. every Well, yeah, that, that is if that you really want to play the minimum credit. What? That is what I'm thinking, yeah. No. It's like uh, 15... 15 rows times two credits per. So, in other words, it's 30 uh, credits per uh, if you want to play the max and have a chance to win the big money. So, it's three bucks, three dollar machine. But it's the same as the uh, dollar wheel of fortune if you want to play the max. It's three bucks every time you hit the button. See what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And I hit it a couple, just a couple of times, and all of a sudden there were like uh, red seven. There were four red sevens came up, blazing sevens, or they call them blazing and the bell went off, and uh, I, I thought, well, maybe I won four or five hundred bucks. And I look up at eleven hundred and thirty-nine bucks. Call attendant, hand pay eleven hundred thirty-nine dollars and sixty cent. And they came and hand paid it, and I called my uh, cabbie Paul, and I said, "Let's get out of here, okay?" I was there may maybe fifteen minutes, and hit eleven hundred bucks. That's not too bad. Chris would have been happy with that. Oh yeah, definitely. In spite of the fact that I get up early on Saturday morning to go there and lose my money, you are such a 
Okay, let's take a look at the poll. Doug Thompson's got an excellent column about last night's debate, which I didn't know there was a debate. Yeah, me I found it accidentally, and oh, my God, I watched about ten minutes of that and could have put you in a coma. Horrendous. The worst bunch of crap. And Charlie Gibson, you know, I guess he wants to be Carl Evan. You know, the senator from Michigan's always got the bifocals on the tip of his nose, and Charlie mm -hmm. Gibson's doing the same thing. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? On national television, when people actually might be watching, millions of them, and you're sitting there with that stupid thing on the tip of your nose. God. The ultimate pseudo-intellectuals. Those are the people that wear bifocals right down on the tip of their nose. Oh, and he's got to have those to read. Yeah, right. My, my glasses that I got, they got the bifocals, you know, they're like, uh, what do they call them? Graded. Okay. Lenses, I think they call them, something like that. Whatever they call them. Degraded? Yeah, degraded. I'm degraded just thinking I watched a couple. And George Stepp on top of us was there, too, but he was, uh, I don't know what he was doing. He was sitting over in a corner. The best male singer of all time. That's our pool. And once we get to 1,000, I bet you we got, uh, look at that. There you go. Charlie B's other pool is loaded and ready to go. Nice job, Eric, as usual. Eric will be pleased to know that I ordered that uh, D-Link. I just mentioned this so that the guy will send another stupid fax. <laughs> yeah. D-Link, uh, yeah, he will. The D-Link router, and it's on its way. I got on the phone. I couldn't do it online because of uh, certain things, so I ordered it on the phone. And, boy, the guy that took the order, I sure hope it shows up here. Because have you, have you ever felt when you talk to somebody on the phone and it was something important, like ordering something or something with a bill? or you know, And the person on the other end was so, like, illiterate and so smarmy that you thought, oh, I sure hope I get what I order. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You ever had that experience? All the time. Just this morning. Like that guy in India that helped me set up my uh, Internet account. Now, he did He did help me get the job done. I got that thing back on there, but, boy, he was he was like the Punjab man. Uh-oh. What could this be? Washington News Alert. I bet you it's about the Pope. Okay, let me look. Yeah, Pope Benedict to celebrate Mass. Now, that's a news story. Get off my Blackberry, you creeps. Jesus, K. Christ. It tells you that the church is universal. And the yeah, okay, good. That's the bad news. See, that's what they think. They think that everybody gives a flying crap about their pope. I don't care about them. I'm not Catholic, okay? And neither are the majority of people in the world. Not Catholic, thank God. The Muslims aren't Catholic. The Protestants aren't Catholic. The Jews aren't Catholic. The uh, Buddhists aren't Catholic. The people who don't want their children raped. The Seventh-day Adventists aren't Catholic. What? The people who don't want their children raped. Aren't Catholic. Right. The best male singer of all time. Now, we did this poll that other time. We had 1,079 votes. Don't you think we ought to go for 1,080 before I change it, Chris? Yes. So give us a feeling of like, oh, look at that. We outdid ourselves like that. Freddie Mercury, 141. Frank Sinatra, 120. Boy, that makes me want to cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, listen to that. You hear that? George just snorted. Yeah. He's a Sinatra. Oh, my God. That was special. Remember those days when Rick Riley used to snort? Oh, yeah. The good old days. The salad days. Yeah. Those are the days, baby. Freddie Mercury, 141. Frank Sinatra, 121. What about the Pope? He's singing. Oh, yeah. Elvis, 80. Roy Orbison, 72. First time we did this, Roy won it, and now he's a distant fourth. Weak. Changing audience, maybe. Well, I'd sure rather have Freddie Mercury win than Roy Orbison. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, 56. Jim Morrison, 46. He made a little bit of a move there at the end. I bet you he did make a movement at the end. That's what they say. They, they do say that. No, that's I, I think they're right. Well, then don't, if you're going to croak, don't eat a lot. <laughs> Good idea. Elton John, 43. Robert Plant, 37. Paul McCartney, 29. John Lennon, 28. 
Johnny Mattress, 26, the African Queen. Michael Jackson, 26. Billy Joel, 22. Oh, my God. Luis Miguel, 17. Jay Black, 16. Stevie Tyler, 15. Bob Seger, 15. Giddy, Giddy Lee, 13. <laughs> Giddy Lee, 13. I want to say Geldy every time I see that. Geldy, he can squeak it out. Burton Cummings, only 13. What's wrong with you people? Paul Simon, 13. Ronnie James Dio, 12. Yeah, you should live so long. Uh, David Bowie, 11. George Michaels, he's got 10. Neil Young, 9. Rod Stewart, 7. Rick Nelson, 6. Oh, whoo. Neil Sedaka, 3. Gene Pitney, 3. He was good. He's dead. Nat King Cole, 2. He smoked too much. He had lung cancer. He died. B.J. Thomas, 2. Dion, only 2. And Fats Domino, only 2. Out of 898. We're on the Virgin 900 already. Today's Thursday, by the way. That means it's our half-price deal coming up. Aren't you excited? You're excited because yeah, we've got free food coming in. Polishing already. Nice lunch. And Jolly Joe Bell was in the studio before the show this morning. Right. Kissing my ass and sucky sucky with George there. Licky, licky, licky. It was great. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take care of you. I, I can feel it. I'm going to take care. I'm going to take care of George. I'll take care of him. <laughs> I've heard that before, see, so. Yeah. They sit around when the old pope dies, and they sit around and they blow the smoke through the chimney, and they vote, and they politicize, and they campaign, and then all of a sudden, one of the cardinals becomes the pope, and now, now he puts this outfit on and that beanie, and all of a sudden, he's infallible. Right. It's like uh, Superman's cape, isn't it? Well, he's got a cape on. The, he does. The, the pointy hat, you know, it points oh, to... Oh, is that where he gets all his magical powers from? It points from? to heaven, you see. That's Woo! how you know that he's in t- contact with God. Wow. 
I mean, you talk about stupid people, and you talk about the media just spreading this garbage, this nonsense, this vile. Anyway, here's what Doug Thompson says about last night's debate. Okay. Which, uh, luckily, uh, most of us forgot that it was on. Hill's shill delivered for old boss. ABC News, if that comic exercise in political pandering can be called news, sent former Clinton bootlicker George Stepp on top of us into shill for Hillary Clinton at Wednesday's so-called Democratic presidential debate, and the result turned into a tabloid debacle that surpasses even the extremes of Fox News. Stepp on top of us, a senior White House aide during the Clinton years, delivered for his old bosses, dishing out 40-year-old dirt spoon-fed to him by none other than right-wing blowhard Sean Hannity and other brain-dead conservative radio blabbermouths. In a breathless tone, Step on top of us asked Obama about his relationship with William Ayers, a former member of the radical underground weatherman movement of the 60s. Ayers contributed to Obama's campaign once and hosted a fundraiser for him in 1995. Like so many radicals of the 60s, Ayers and his wife, Bernadine Dorn, are mainstreamers now and part of Chicago's political crowd. Then Clinton, right on cue, jumped in and said a presidential candidate should be judged by his or her associations, using the moment to revive the Jeremiah Wright connection and claim sanctimoniously that she's above such questionable ties. An unbelievably hypocritical claim from a woman whose friends include felons and ex-cons and whose husband pardoned two members of the Weatherman Underground. While it's ludicrous to expect any TV network operation to have integrity, ABC should have recognized the obvious conflict of interest using a former member of the Clinton White House to moderate a debate that includes a Clinton. Even in a profession where brains are optional, this seemed a no-brainer. TV networks don't give a damn about such conflicts. Meet the Press moderator Tim Russert was a staffer for former Democratic Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan. Chris Matthews worked for former Democratic Speaker of the House Tip O'Neill, although his brother is a Republican political in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. In the interest of full disclosure, I took a sabbatical from journalism in 1981 and worked for three Republican members of Congress, ranging from moderate Paul Finley of Illinois to conservative Manuel Lujan, Jr. of New Mexico, but never registered as a Republican. Any regular reader of this site knows Capitol Hill Blue is not a shill for the GOP or any other party for that matter. ABC Stupidity Wednesday in putting George Stepp on top of us on the moderating crew for a debate that featured the wife of his old boss is the height of stupidity and hypocrisy and his shilling for Clinton surpassed even the routine excess of what passes for news on television these days. The question about Ayers dominated cable news discussions after the debate, but most mainstream news accounts of the event either failed to mention Ayers or buried the question in the bowels of their stories. Rectum. But the shill for Hill did his duty for his patron, and the soundbite for Ayers will probably turn up in another Clinton attack ad this primary campaign as it winds down to his final, bitter, sordid, and long-overdue end. Oh, amen to that. Well, it's already Thursday. Next Tuesday is Pennsylvania, baby. Finally. Finally. Get it over with, just like this mask. Baruch I'm annoyed. What? I'm annoyed. Oh, about what? This. No, you said, I'm annoyed. You were singing it. And I said, Baruch Atah, I'm annoyed. Yeah, That's right. aren't I'm we all? I'm annoyed and I'm bitter. Let's, let's enjoy the bitters. What are bitters when you come right down? What, the bitter herbs that you're supposed to eat to remind you of the uh Is that what it Pesach? is to remind you of what? Pesach? Yes. What do bitters have to do with Pesach? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? It is. It's news to me. Matzah, bitter herbs, things like that. How about Kishki? Boy. Oh, my God. You must if not I have been a Jew for a while. If I knew where to find some, I'd be out of here right now. Where the hell's that thing? Oh, here it is. Have the decent Pesach. That's what the Pope is here for, for Pesach, for Passover. If it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for the Pope. What do you say? I imagine. Bitters. 
Let's Butters. see. Here's a suggestion for your next poll. It says, don't know if it's been done before. I don't think so, or if it has, I've forgotten. Is it interesting? Is it cute it's, from Don? Okay. Thanks, Don. It's all right. I wonder if that's Don Corleone. It's doable. Or as uh, the senator said, Corleone. Michael <laughs> Corleone. Remember that? Uh-huh. Corleone. Just trying to be a real yeah, redneck. bastard. Yeah, well, he got his, baby. He got his. That poor uh, prostitute. Uh-huh. She turned up dead. Anyway, considering that most homes are being built very close to each other nowadays, what's the worst thing that pees you off about your most about your neighbor, pisses you off? Allowing their cats and dogs to crap all over your lawn? Work on their vehicles jacked up on cinder blocks, leaving, leaving parts all over the place? Allowing their outside dogs to bark and bark all night? Leave their Christmas lights hung on their house all year? Oh, yeah, all the real getchkeys. Stick their nose in everybody's business to create trouble like my neighbor across the street. That's her trying to proselytize and convert and all this other crap. Blast obnoxious music and party till midnight several times a week. Paint her house in an insane color like royal blue or plaid. Oh, yeah, plaid. That's always attractive, like my boxer shorts. Park their cars partially on your yard or in front of your house. Never mow the grass. It says, this might be a good one because we all know people love to hate each other. Thanks for a great show and congrats on your new con contract. says, Don, thank you, Don. We got one for tomorrow up there, but that might be good for next week. Mm -hmm. What's tomorrow, Friday? Last it's time you How are we doing on this Vesta male singer thing? 9.34. We'll be that over that. Well, we're going for 1,080. 81. Why is that? I thought it was 81 we were supposed to get to. No, the old one was 1079. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are such a knucklehead, man. Well, you know. You'd have been good with Mo because oh, okay. those knuckleheads worked really together with the Stooges. What is the name of that bit? Stooge. Uh... Which one? Oh. Oh, no, that's not it. The one I like is this. Sentenced to die for a crime he didn't commit. Now, on the lab, he seeks to clear his name. I'm a citizen, Only the one-armed man knows the truth. He is the Stogerton. I could have been free. Everywhere he goes, the police are at his heels. Very engine chucklehead. Charged with a violent crime. The Stugitin, starring Mo Holland as Detective Gerard. I wonder where that lunkhead is. Larry Bond as the one-armed man. I didn't do it. He's the one. And Curly Howard as The Stugitin. The Stugitin, rated R for... Well, I was shopping at the store for some food. Buying groceries never felt so good. Too bad I didn't know my credit was waxed. Store security was breached and their database got hacked. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. I'm as screwed as I can be. Thought about killing myself, maybe. Now instead of eating good and getting fat. My identity was stolen and now my life is just crap. C-R-A-P, that spells me. My credit is crap.com, baby. All right. 1031, there is the Pope again on CNN. As the spirit As the spirit always me, it's face off on Saturday. I can't stand that stale matzah. It's, uh, he certainly sounds uh, very Jewish to me. I don't know what's going on here. And he shows up at Pesach time. Who's he kidding? This guy's a ringer. This ain't Ratzinger. It's a ringer. Ratzinger? I don't want to get too uh, slots intensive, but this fax from Frank here is very uh, disturbing. And you want to know why? Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, it's not his fault. It's the fault of the uh, so-called Racinos down there. 
He ought to be going to Gulfstream where they got the real Wheel of Fortune. He evidently is going maybe to Hard Rock. When you say you're playing the Dollar Wheel of Fortune, it means you're playing 15 lines with up to five coins or bills per pay line. No, there are no, no, there are no such thing. There are reels on the wheel, a wheel, real Wheel of Fortune. Real of Fortune? Reels. Real of Fortune. He's talking about the digital one, which is not the real uh, standard traditional Wheel of Fortune, which nobody in their right mind should play those. It says if you leave it at one coin or bill, then your wager would be 15 bucks. Or if you choose to add more coins or bills per pay line, you could wagering up to 75 bucks a spin and then faints it. So, yeah, that's right. That's why I don't play those. The real Wheel of Fortune is a three-coin, we used to be when we had the coins, three-credit game. Or you can play one, two, or three. But if you don't play the full three, you don't get the spin. You follow? You know that. No. You don't know that? No. Well, I'm going to have to give you a seminar when I come down there on how you play the damn slots. Sounds like you a plan. Know. My personal strategy, Frank said, is to play the nickel wheel with one coin per pay line for a total of 75 cents. Then once in a while, raise the coins to two per pay line or a buck and a half. Of course, praying to the Almighty Lord, I hit the free spin on a buck and a half instead of 75 cents. Whatever that means, I don't know what that means. Two cents about the poll. Three singers with awesome voices not on your list. David Coverdale, Cover, Coverdale, Whitesnake. Sebastian Bach, Skid Row. And Corey Taylor, Skip Knot and Stone Sour. Are we going to put those on there? No. 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 Thank you and have a nice day, says Frank. You have a nice day, too, Frank. But you better uh, start doing some homework on that squeal Sebastian of fortune. Sebastian Bach. Yeah, I was laughing at that one, too. Look, I read the facts, okay? I didn't do any editorial comment. I didn't want to rip the guy. He's obviously got some serious gambling problems. I'll rip him. Well, don't. Don't rip our nice people that make enough effort to, uh, although the guy yesterday with that crap about the router. My yes, God, indeed. I mean, of, of all things to be arguing with people about, to be getting imperious and condescending, well, you don't know anything, Neil. Well, I'm not supposed to be like some kind of a technical wizard. I'm an old fag, for Christ's sakes. The fact that I keep this studio running now, going on seven years, I think that's pretty amazing. And the engineer's only been here maybe four or five times, including yesterday. And if they would have told him, go ahead and pick up a router and bring it with you, because the old router is probably dead, we'd have the phone thing going right now. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Yep. So, in other words, he would have come here for some purpose other than just to investigate and tell me, oh, the old router's had it. Get a new one. That's a lot of hats. Then I ordered that new one on, uh, on the phone. And that guy that sent all those faxes yesterday, you'll be pleased to know I spent 142 bucks for it, okay? Too bad. You don't like it? Too bad. If that's too much, tough crap. I want a thousand at Woodbine yesterday, $1,139.60 to be exact, on the dime machine, so I think I can handle it. Schmuck. Oh, gee, you're getting ripped off, Neil. Yeah. Everybody wants to tell you how to run your life. Have you ever noticed that? Everybody. Not just on the radio, just in general. Right. And it's usually people who don't have it as together as you do. Have you noticed that? Yeah, people with no life. Right. First of all, if I had a life, would I be sending all kinds of stupid-ass faxes to a talk show on the radio? Of course not. Arguing about routers, which router to buy. At first, he starts out yesterday by saying that routers don't go bad. And then the second fax, well, maybe yours did go bad. Well, if they don't go bad, how did mine go bad? Schmuck. What a moron. Long, ponderous swill. Just like that pseudo-intellectual uh, message I got from Charlie B. last night in response to my scathing comment. Hey, you know, just, just cut the crap. I don't need you, Charlie B., to run my life, run my career, negotiate for me. I don't need you. Thank you anyway, but I don't need it. For the polls, yes, we like them. Keep them coming. But stop trying to be like uh, some authority. A pseudo-intellectual a-hole, Charlie B. What you be, Charlie? A-hole. A-hole what? 
Ass. Oh. 949 on the poll. I'll just read the top couple. Five, six. Best male singer of all time. Freddie Mercury, 144. Frank Sinatra, 128. Oh. Elvis Presley, 83. And Roy Orbison, 75. Marvin Gaye, 58. Jim Morrison, 49. Elton John, 45. And Robert Plant, 41. Only read from 40 on up. And of that bunch there, I wouldn't give you a dime for Sinatra, Elvis. I mean, I like Roy Orbison, but if he's one of the best singers of all time, I mean, jeez. But then again, Rick Nelson's got some votes. Hello, Mary Lou. Want to hear something? No. Oh, no. I got I got it here. I got it all, man. I got it all. I got Marvin Gaye. I got all these people. I want to take some calls is what I want to do, and I'd be able to do it right here if I had that router, but it's coming. I didn't ask this idiot yeah, on the so phone Jesus. how long it's going to take to get here, and you know what? When it gets here, it'll get here. Oh, hello, Mary Lou. On Imperial Records, I believe. The same label as Fat Domino. Hello, Mary Lou. Goodbye, Mary Lou. Now, tra traveling, man, I've told you this before, but when you're on, on for 100 years, you repeat a lot of crap. Yeah. Because most of the people used to listen are dead anyway. But, hello, Mary Lou. No, traveling, man. That was the first uh, music video. Was it? Ozzy Nelson invented the music video. I'm a traveling man. Made you like that talk? All right. All over the world. Yeah, I liked the Ricky Nelson. I thought he was uh, just fine. It was cute. Okay, that's enough. Why, why are you insisting on playing Rick Nelson? What is what wrong with you? I'll, I'll, I'll counter with Elvis if you don't cut the oh, crap. Geez. I'll dig that crap out again. Oh, yeah. my God. Are you threatening me? Yes. So let's just have a stalemate. <laughs> so anyway, isn't that kind of moderately interesting? And they had uh, Rick Nelson with a video and all these different scenes in Hawaii and here and there and whatever. And they pieced it all together. And it was a music video. I'll, uh, I'll take it. What do you mean by that? To wrap it up, I'll take it. No, I believe you. I mean, that is interesting. Well, I didn't make that up. I mean, Ozzy <laughs> Nelson was uh, right. never given credit for uh, he was He was the mover and shaker behind right. that show. Not there, that it was such there a had to be show, a first one. What? Music video. Right. And he was uh, and then Ozzy's Girls, which uh, that was on for about, what, five minutes? I don't even remember that. Never heard of They're it. They're all dead now, except for David. David Nelson is still alive. He's off in so obscurity somewhere, just remembering the salad days. Ozzy and Harriet, and uh, what was the next door neighbor? Never saw it. You never saw Ozzy and Harriet? Not a second of it. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Oh, my that God. That explains so much. Does it? No. Oh, okay. Never saw Ozzy and Harriet even for a minute? No. No, I wouldn't know them if they walked in the room. Would you know David Nelson? I mean, that Wasn't that a radio day? show? No, it was not a radio show. It was a TV show, schmuck. From black and white and everything, I know. Yeah, black and white. It was That's a black correct. and white radio show. I think, I don't know if it was on long enough to ever be in color. I'm sure like, not. Like no, the Lone Ranger. The first color uh, TV was what, in the 60s or 70s? 60s. Early 60s. Yes. Early 60s? I don't know how early, but 60s, definitely. I had a big RCA color TV. I remember that. Boy, I've had so many TVs over the years. With all the moving around you do in this business, I used to, like, every time I'd have to drive, I'd have to schlep the TV and put it in the car and... Oh, my God. Big expense, man. Big expense, your TV, especially the last... Not now so much anymore. Now you can buy those big screen TVs for, like, eight bucks. Good ones. Eight bucks. Mm-hmm. There's the Pope, hocking a china. Pasta, attention. Pasta for lunch. Pasta, pasta, pasta la pasta. Yeah, you won't get no pasta in D.C. like you're getting in Italy, baby. I'll tell you that right now. Boy, the food in Rome is just to die for.
I've told you that, but you can't afford to go there. Right. And that euro, oh. Let me take a look. I don't want to get people depressed because I'm in a pretty good mood today. I had a good day at Woodbine yesterday. Things are going just hunky-dory. Remember Jim Dory, number eight? No. Oh, God. I get weak at the knees just thinking about how good he looked. One thing about hockey players, man, is a lot of really, really hot hockey players. Like that kid. The, oh, and speaking of hockey, what, uh, what about the spokesman? They got swept. The spokesman got swept. Forget about that Jack Martin again. I wonder if Joe Rose gave him crap for being uh, getting canned as coach. Now he's going to pick his successor. Now that he's sticking around as GM, I doubt it. Look at that. Oil is almost 150, uh, 114.90. Almost 115 bucks a barrel. You think gas is bad now? Just wait. You haven't smelled any gas yet. Joyce is going to get really pissed off because everybody's going to be farting like crazy once they see the price of gas, four and a half bucks a gallon soon. They're going to be, and it's over, uh, it's like five bucks here. 117 times what? 117 a liter is what per gallon? There's 3.6. Can you do the math on that? I can't do the math on anything. Well, I'm talking about like on your, oh, you don't have a black. Almost $4 a gallon. It's almost $4 a gallon? Yeah. So it's not five. What, how much per liter was it? One seventeen. One seventeen. A dollar seventeen. Can you? Six. What is it? Three point times three point six. Oh, the uh, loony is ninety eight eighty six, and the euro is one fifty nine, and the pound one ninety eight. One fifty nine on the euro, so you can't afford to go to Italy and enjoy that great uh, pasta and the stracciatella and all the other good no, stuff. Mm. Unless they bring it here, or the real Italian pizza. Four twenty one. How much? Four twenty one. Welcome to another edition of what could be the final edition of the Jack Show. No, 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 people, don't be fooled by the rumors. I ain't going anywhere. And to prove it, I'm yelling a little bit. Yeah, this here's your chocolate thunder from down under. Wrap your brain around a labyrinth of nothing but me babbling about the heat. The fantastical basketball team with a fabulous expense account. Think that's all I ever talk about? Well, I got news for you. I got your log right here, homie. Well, I can talk about Blue Hill or love other sports hoots and heat. How about that, huh? How about that game last night, huh? How about that? I only want to talk about b-ball. How about that? Because I have a dreamy expense account with the heat. How about that? I've been in radio long enough to know the audience doesn't expect anything more than the only thing I'm concerned with. How about that? So the rumors stop now. How about that? I ain't going nowhere. How about that? Now stand back. Stand back. You hear me? I'll butt the cap in your ass. How about that? You found me, I fire on you. How about that? Oh, wait a little bit here. i got to reload the cord. 1047, 13 to 11. Let's get some calls on here, okay? Let's get your finger all sharpened up. Is it sharp? It is. I heard it was, I heard it was dull. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Let's get these phones lit up because when we took that poll a few days ago, oh, we want calls, Neil. We want calls. Yeah, well, so do we. We don't have any? We have one. Well, let's get them going. When the delay catches up in about a half an hour, then you'll see that thing's going to explode in the phone, too. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. At the end of the Heat game last night, the announcer told us that 
From these ashes, the heat will rise again. Oh, my God. Yeah. From, from these ashes? These ashes of hell. I got another one for you real quick. My aunt spent her entire life as a Catholic missionary working with the poor and even worked with the lepers in Africa. And I don't think she did all that to be uh, mocked by some guy like you. So be a little more careful with your words, please. Oh, yeah, okay. All <laughs> right. Funny, isn't it? Ha, ha, ha. Real funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah you, you are. You're an idiot. What's your you're show on? You're a brainwashed you schmuck. Done for humanity? Get rid of this idiot. <laughs> God, what have I done for humanity? The lepers. What is, yeah, that's right. I hang out with the leapers. He's talking about, he watched it. That's the heat game, the leapers. Jesus, God almighty. Oh, God. And what, what does that have to do with the Catholic Church? Nothing. Why can't you do those things, work with the lepers without all these without all these ornaments and all this crap and all this uh, trappings and crappings and this silly big hat? You know, I was thinking I'm watching because I got them on here nonstop. Yeah, I'm not. And it's like something out of a circus. Sure. I mean, if you walked into like, uh, if you got off a plane and you went to some country you've never been to before and you walked into a restaurant and you saw somebody sitting there with an outfit like that, you'd laugh your ass off. You'd say, holy cow, what are you trying to be? Pope. You better choose your words a little more. No, I'm not going to. Here's another guy who wants to tell me what to say and how to say it, and don't offend him. Well, screw you, pal. And nobody gives a flying crap about the heat. He was Price putting this ashes. on what? his aunt with the lepers. Yeah. Do you believe that? No. Okay. No, he's just trying to be pissed off. Right. He's just trying to get me whipped up, that's all. Oh, I got that deal really going. Yeah, I'm going. I've already been going. I work with lepers. See? How's the phone doing? Got any calls? Yeah, we loaded up. Just right, right, really right through them. Yeah, yeah. Punch one up. QAM, hello. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was Ron. Yeah. And? Like, I and don't I, know that? Okay, no, I don't. Why do you I have don't. to, like, give me instructions? Like, this is the Well, I don't I'm... know, you know, because of your senility. I'm going to have a long talk with Joe Bell about you. I'm sure. WQAM, hello. Okay. Let's try another one. QAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Did you or George catch the South Park episode last night? No, no. I got home too late. Drinking. I know you guys. Well, it was such a coincidence because you guys were talking about routers and the Internet yesterday. And it was exactly that. It was about a giant router and the Internet on South Park. Great episode. Great episode. You have to see it, George. Okay. It's the well. same thing about plugging and unplugging and all of that. I uh, see them all, so I'm very well. It was hilarious. It was really oh, good. Jesus, are you fucking kidding me? No. And, the other, and the other thing, Neil, is, man, that jerk show is terrible, man. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks. Now, don't be knocking him because he's uh, starting to whine on the air a little bit. According to Chris, gave me a spy report. What did he exactly say? He was just letting Carlos know that uh, we were taking shots at him during the show, apparently. Yeah. And Not Carlos taking any shots at him. Always, all I say on this show is that uh, that show is just, uh, it is what it is, you know. I don't want to start get using any wild adjective. Well, that's a good one. Okay, let's move along. Let's punch up all these calls because they're really quality, you know, especially that first uh, faker. Mm -hmm. Oh, you better choose your words a little more carefully because my uh, aunt was with the leapers. Yeah, she used to play in the NBA, his aunt. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay, sir. Hey, when did the definition of a war hero change? Uh... Because when I was growing up, I guess I didn't get the memo. A war hero was a guy with a, with a gun that held off a, a division of fighters to his uh, barrel melted. Like Audie Murphy. Yeah. Now, uh, now a war hero is considered somebody that uh, lobs bombs on shoeless Vietnamese from 40,000 feet, mm -hmm. uh, like John McCain, you know? Mm -hmm. Is that a real war hero? No. I, I don't think so. I, I, guess, I guess I didn't get the memo. 
But uh, what, what I like to see for a president is an atheist, because an atheist had, really appreciates the sanctity of life. They know we only got 70, 80 years here, and uh, we ain't going nowhere else after those 70, 80 years. And uh, as you know, that will never happen. Amen. I'll pray for you, sir. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks. Baruch Don't put him in hell. Don't burn his ass. You know, like that. And that's what we need is somebody. And in fact, that that hour and a half or however long it was, they wasted a couple nights ago on CNN with that uh, values. And, you know, this is the media again. This is the media with this crap. What what the hell business is it got of the president to be telling us about our values? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind As of if. garbage is that? Huh? As if they have any. Yeah, that, that's right. They're all a bunch of whores anyway. Oh no, we have to have a value-based uh, philosophy, and we have to right. Screw that. They're all screwing and doing and chewing and whatever the hell they're doing. That's their business. Who the hell cares? Just like all that Monica business. Who gave a crap? And, of course, again, the media hopped right on it because it was really juicy and greasy, man. And that's what they like. That's what they like is the old juice. 5670560. Oh, When's his trial, by the way? Is it in May? or Who, the juice? The juice. I don't know. Well, we can only hope really soon, okay? Fry his ass. Put him where he belongs. Get him out of Kendall. Get him out of Florida. Please. Send him to where he belongs, like an Alcatraz would be good. And the same with, the, what's his name, Joel Feinberg. When the hell is his deal? And I think it's also in May, May 26, something like that in California. We're going to have uh, people out there to cover it. Are we? Oh, yeah, or the big O is going out there. Rock solid. We'll cover the Joel Feinberg trial about beating up his uh, girlfriend because he had a bad day at the track. <laughs> Isn't that something? WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I can't believe that you actually want a two-day, three-night vacation in Ogis, Florida. Next call. QAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes. Hey, uh, there's a guy that wrote a book. Uh, what he did was he interviewed Jews, Christians, and Muslims all around the world, and his mm-hmm. conclusion was you cannot be a free-thinking, intelligent person if you take any religion literally. That is the correct. Old, the old saying is, the greater the ignorance, the stronger the superstition. That idiot that just called, uh, his aunt was trying to undo God's work. God gave them leprosy and wanted them to have leprosy. If I, I look at it that yeah, way. Yeah, don't be messing with the Lord, okay? The Lord's going to smoke your ass. His aunt probably was, uh, sleeps with the fishes. That was the, uh, there's no fact in the church guy, I think. Was it? It sounded like it. Uh, yeah, it could have been. Uh, it, it sounded like him. Well, anyway, see. Neil, there's I'm not in, in the church. Yeah, that was probably him. <laughs> Okay, boy, that guy sure... Uh, uh-oh. What? Firefox is downloaded an important update. Would you like to uh, download it uh, now? Later, Let's later, later. Let's see. Restart Firefox now. All right, well... What's wrong with that? The Firefox uh, downloads take about two seconds, for Christ's sakes. What's wrong with you? Don't be so negatory. You're such a it's computer... Just, it's not a, an important thing. It can wait for the next time you no, open it. No, it's already done. It's already done, just it, like it that. It happens but by I mean, itself. But... What? It happens no, by I, itself. I clicked the thing. What do you mean it happened by itself? In other words, it'll update the next time you start Firefox anyway, so you can just get rid of that But box. now it's done. All right. Man, you are such a persnickety little thing. What'd you call me? A perspicity? That's what I got. A, a persnickety little thing. thing. 976 votes. Chris is really whipped up because next hour we're going to go over 1,000. We'll beat that 1079. <laughs> and then we'll change it to uh, Charlie B's latest pseudo-intellectual poll. Your life, Charlie. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Oh, hey. 
1101 at 560. I wonder if the Pope ever has um, holy diarrhea. I imagine he does. I think he does. You think he has God wild blesses him with diarrhea? That would be bad. Well, if he's so close to the Lord, how come the Lord lets him get diarrhea? I wonder if he's got a, a papal uh, throne that he sits on. A papal towel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe he uses a uh, papal towel when he has that oozing bloody diarrhea. <laughs> oh, my God. Watching this crap, and they're all coming there, and they're kissing his ring, and he's sitting there, and he's quelling. Oh, my goodness. And you wonder why the world is in the shape that it's in? I don't wonder. Oh, my God. I wonder who wrote the Book of Love, the monotones. I bet you got that. I you wonder what. Oh, you don't? I do have it. Oh. Don't start getting argumentative now over some stupid-ass song. That's a medley of their smash. One-Hit Wonders. Remember those? Yep. yep. We did that once upon a time. That went over like Halavai in Siberia. Not good. We don't like the one-hit wonder. We don't like anything. We're in South Florida, man. We don't like nothing. We like the lepers, though. I don't. Well, I mean, from a distance. Not okay. From, don't be picking on the poor damn lepers. How'd you like? How'd you like to be one? Might as well be one. How'd you like to have leprosy? Oh, oh they're they're schlepping the Pope around. Uh, increased violence and a forgetfulness. Oh, look at that! He's smearing the ashes on the chick's forehead there. Sometimes Look at this screamer. Uh, do I have to? I'm watching Listen, Dancing Girls. Listen, right in theological circles, that uh, even though the culture around us uh, professes uh, just sort of... Oh, I just caught one of those runaway S's. I reached out and grabbed it. With human dignity. <laughs> with a butterfly net. church and Catholics more broadly need to stand up for the gospel. What a screamer, a screamer. We need to stand up for the gospel and, oh, my God. Okay, let's take a look at the poll, okay? Forget about that Getchke, that old uh, man in a dress with that silly-ass hat. Baruch It's almost Pesach, let's say. How come they're not having a Seder, for crying out loud? You think that these were a bunch of goyim or something? The best male singer of all time is, and we're going to quit when we get to 1,000. We'll change the poll. We don't Giving need up? Like, what? Giving up? No, it's just that, why are you such an a-hole? Is there any special reason or were you just born that way? George pays me to. Not much, but I do. There's no point. We don't need to prove something. I mean, obviously, we can do more than 1079. Well, what's the point? Is it like an exercise or is it for, like, for fun, you know? Are we here to try to, like, prove something to the world? Oh, my God, we got 1,100 votes. Well, big stinking deal. And if you don't watch it, I'll change it right now before you get to 1,000. Then they'll be talking about you all day, all over town. Uh-oh. Chris. 986, is that what we got? 991. Like I said, very soon it'll go, we'll swish it over. The best male singer of all time, Freddie Mercury, 151. Frank Sinatra, 134. Elvis, 87. Roy Orbison, 79. Only the lonely. He was, uh, yeah. he was all right. He's good, but. Marvin Gaye, 61. Now, you're telling me Roy Orbison is better than Marvin Gaye? Of course, you would say yes, because you don't like Marvin Gaye. As far as singers, no, I would not. But uh, would not Roy what? Orbison was a, was a great singer. Better than Marvin voice. Gaye? No, I would not say that. Oh, thank God for that. Jim Morrison, 50. Would you say Roy Orbison was better than Jim Morrison? No. Oh, my goodness. Elton John, 47. Robert Plant, 42. John Lemon, 31. Johnny Mattress, she's got 30. Paul McCartney, 30. Michael Jackson, 30. We got the 30-30-30 club. Oh, look at that. The Popey's, uh, well, what do you call that thing with the smoke coming out of it? The sensor? The what? The incense sensor? 
Is that what that is? I'm just guessing. He's, he's waving it. He's waving it and he's blowing smoke. I'll guarantee you they're blowing a lot more than smoke at the Vatican. Billy Joel, 24. Jay Black, 17. Bob Seeger, 17. Luis Miguel, 17. You know, when I think... <laughs> When I think of great singers, I think of Luis Miguel and Bob Seger right there together in the same category. <laughs> in fact, it's enough to make me want to light up a big Seger. Just ridiculous. Jay Black. I was all right. Close. Oh, no, it's Roy the Boy. For a while, He's crying. I could smile for a while. And Ronnie Del Rio and Stevie T- Ronnie James Dio and Steve Conner tied with 16. I don't want to hear Roy Orbison, okay? I'll put the damn Pope on if you don't cut the crap. All right, all right. You win. Now, let's take some more of those good calls, man. Maybe we can find somebody else out there who's got a, uh, uh, an aunt who's uh, hanging out with leapers. Remember Leapy Lee? Who? Leapy Lee. What was the name of that song? Arrows or something? Uh, little Arrows? Little. How do you spell that name? Leapy Lee. L-E-A-P-Y. How else would you spell it? I don't know. Never heard it before. You know how artists are. You got it? I'm looking. Something arrows, Leapy Lee. Well, it's not important for crying out loud. It's not, but it's better than whatever you were talking about. Better than that Roy Orbison crap. I like Roy Orbison just fine. He was, was good. But I don't really need to hear him these days. I ain't got no arrows by nobody. No little movie. arrows, yeah. Little arrows by was that it? No. No, get out of the here. The song Little, little arrows. arrows, written by Albert Hammond and Mike Hazelwood, was also the title track of his first album. Yeah. Released by in some, 1968 on Apple I don't have it. Sung by who? Leapy Lee. Really? See. Number 71 in the Billboard Hot 200 album chart. I'll, I'll go steal it. We don't, you know, we don't need it, okay? We can live without it. Let's take some calls and stop trying to kill the show. I think, I think, you're, uh, I think uh, Jerks has paid you off today. Oh, yeah. He was oh, born yes. as Graham Pulleyblank. That's why he changed his name to Lee Graham. I have to go to the store and get a few things. So, <laughs> let's take some calls. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, so far, actually, they haven't been uh, yesterday and today. They've been the ring and rip right into them. Mediocre. QAM. Hello. QAM. Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. All right. Good to hear you taking calls again. We'll see. Hey, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, George for a second. And his big raise he wants. Yeah. You know, every time you're gone, he's crying and moaning about having to fill in for you. And in the summer schedule, oh, i got to mm-hmm. fill in for Neil for three days. Yeah, that's what I do. I wouldn't, give no, I wouldn't give him no raise. I'd fire him the first day i seen him. Yeah, would you? Yeah, I would. All he does is bitch and moan about everything. What do you think about that, Neil? All right, See you, Pally. Yeah. One of your fans, George. Obviously. What do you think about that, Neil? I don't. I don't think about it. I think you're an idiot. But there's the Pope again with those uh, glasses. They actually hand him the glasses when he was sitting there reading uh, whatever he was reading this morning. Oh, yeah. I don't have any pockets of that. Uh, and this old Schmendrick is going to put it back together again. A thousand one. Baruch you stole all the shmatas from the Jews. Get out of here. I beg your pardon, we got a thousand one votes? Yep. Well, good. Let's, when in doubt, close it out. Let me uh, refresh it one time. Let me print it out, and then we're going to change the poll. The other one, uh, they're not going to like, and you have to add something to it. You want to know why? Why? Because we, well, we have many people vote on the poll and go on our website who, don't, who aren't in South Florida. 
We have all those people listen online, for example. What's your favorite South Florida mall? Now, I didn't realize. I'll give uh, Charlie B. credit for this. What? You don't like that poll? Wow. Yeah, it's great. You, you don't like it, huh? No, I don't. What do you think, Chris? It's bad? It's, um, it's a poll filler. <laughs> I got something that's called an ass filler. It's my foot. <laughs> and you're going to be feeling it real soon. God, are you between the two of you? You're not fooling me. Yeah. I saw that movie, Gaslight. Yeah. In fact, that's what I'm emitting right now, and it ain't so light. Now, let me try printing that damn thing out again. You know, so this is Charlie B at his very finest. You're right. It's always sticking up for him in the crap that's he right. sends us. No, I appreciate his efforts. I'll vote for the sawgrass only because uh, it's near me. Okay. Okay. Because I don't hang out in Westland. They got those great tea rooms at Westland with the big glory holes. Okay. Don't like the pool. And Sawgrass has already got four. How do you like that? That's because they like those horrible restaurants, the Cheesecake Factory, and that other one that's uh, not so good. What, what is it again? I forgot. Grand Lux. Grand Lux Cafe. Highly, highly, highly overrated. Too bad. It's a nice place. It's beautiful. But, and the appetizers are great. The soup was sensational. That's a place to go and just get some soup and... Um, Ask him for some bread. And that's it. The best male singer of all time. We had 1,001 votes. We're done with this now. Freddie Mercury wins hands down my pants, 151. Frank Sinatra, 134. Elvis, 88. Roy the Boy, who won last time we did this 100 years ago. He only had 80 this time. Marvin Gaye, 62. Jim Morrison, 50. Elton John, 47. Robert Plant, 43. John Lennon, 31. Michael Jackson, 31. Johnny Mattress and Paul McCartney each had... About 30, man. Billy Joel, 24. Ronnie James Dio, 18. I still have no idea who that is. It's all right. You don't have to. Who is it? You don't need to. Rock and roll guy. Jay Black, 17. Bob Seger, 17. And Luis Miguel, 17. Yeah, Bob Seger belongs right in there. Steve Tyler, 16. Miss George Michael, 14. Giddy Lee, 14. Burton Cummings, 14. Paul Simon, 14. David Bowie, 13. Neil Young, 10. Nat King Cole, 9. That's before he smoked one faggot too many, and he wound up with that lung cancer and couldn't uh, sing no more. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. Well, he's dead. Uh, Rod Stewart, eight. Rick Nelson, six. That's uh, kind of silly. Neil Sedaka, three. Fats Domino, only three. Solamente Trace, my God, and Infomnia. Gene Pitney, three. B.J. Thomas, two. And Dion, only two. Wow, that, that's, I mean, what's the point? Why even say it, you know? You know what I'm thinking? I have no idea. Why so many people like vanilla ice cream? Okay, Dion is in last place. Dion could sing. He could he could run rings around most of the people on this list with his eyes closed and his hands behind his back, and without that stupid cap he wears. I don't know. We get a whole bunch of poll uh, uh, votes on that mall poll. I don't know why you're making such uh, crap about it. It's just uh, I don't know. It's like paper or plastic. Exactly. We've done better. Charlie's done better. Well, not lately. Not recently. He's too busy spending his time writing me pseudo-intellectual uh, responses to my ripping him an ass on the uh, MySpace. And well-deserved, too, by the way, Charlie. Oh, you didn't understand. Yeah, I understood. My contract is done. It is signed, sealed, delivered, and it's, I don't need any more advice what I should do. Fart sounds, four-letter words, which nobody can say on here, by the way, on terrestrial radio, and you should know that if you know anything about the business, but you don't, even though you claim you do. Oh, well, he was in college radio, and yeah, yeah, great. Good boy. 
Addicted to Bud though on uh, Flipper though wasn't that his uh, ugly brother's uh, name? Bud? Yes. Oh yes. boy, you have to really be uh, blind, desperate, and uh, well, whatever. My favorite South Florida mall is we're just starting this new pool, which uh, George and Chris hate like poison. By the way, Charlie B, they don't like it. Sawgrass Mills Nine, and like I said last time I was down there at that horrible restaurant. What is it called again? Grand Lux Cafe. Grand Lux Cafe. I, I, I've got a metal block. I can't remember what the name of it is. I don't know why. It's not that horrible of a name, but it's horrible food, some of it. But uh, I actually saw a whole bunch of people like uh, who were like uh, English-speaking people in the sawgrass. Really? I don't believe you. Yeah. Including some uh, living and breathing people under the age of 100 in the sawgrass. Sawgrass Mills 9, Boca Center 5, Aventura Mall 4, Swap Shop of Fort Lauderdale 2. That's a mall? Is that a mall? I wouldn't say that. And we have that, that under the pool, by the way, Chris. We have that on I Don't Live in South Florida. I Don't Live in South Florida? Okay. By the way, the food's here. If it sounds like we're a little bit distracted, we're uh, shuffling food oh, yeah. around. And we're going to be shuffling it into our mouth. Pembroke Mall 2, Galeria 2, Broward Mall 2. The Galeria, I told you, they're like living and breathing people in there under the age of 100. A whole bunch of them. Man, I voted for a uh, Pembroke Lakes Mall. I voted for the Sawgrass because it's right by my house. One vote each for the Pompano Fashion Square, Meisner Park, Mall of the Americas, the Mall of Wellington Green, Lincoln Road Mall, Lauderhill Mall. Boy, there's a lot of malls. Yep. The Falls, Dolphin Mall, or is that Dolphin? Coral Square Mall, Coral Ridge Mall, and uh, City Place. Each have one. Where's City Place? Oh, you're so out of touch, Neil. Tom Dick is right. Yeah, Tom Dick might want to call me back when I'm home, which I'm going to Woodbine again this afternoon. I won't be here. He calls and leaves me a message, and then I, you know, I hang around and wait. He never calls me back. He doesn't leave me a number to call him, but he's going to write something someday. Why not call me when I'm here? Wouldn't that be a good idea? Yeah. City places where? Don't know. That's right. The food is there, so they're not paying any attention to me. No vote. Paying attention, we just don't know the answer to that one. No votes for West, uh, for the rest of the list. But there's a lot of them. Westland, Village of Merrick Park, Town and Country Center, Southland Mall, the Shops of Las Olas, Shops at Sunset Place, Pioneer Mall, Palm Beach Mall, Miami International Mall, Lowman's Fashion Island, Kendall Lakes Mall, the Fountain Shops of Distinction. What about uh, Bal Harbor Shops? Isn't that a mall? Oh, it's uh, on here. I don't, don't have any votes. It's on here. It doesn't have any votes. 
Festival Flea Market, Fashion Mall, Diplomat Mall, Dayland Mall, Cutler Ridge, Cross Country Mall, Cross County Mall. Where's that? Cocoa Walk Shops, Boynton Beach Mall, Bayside Marketplace, and Bell Harbor Shops. Wow, what a list. It may not be a good pool, but at least it's, uh, it tells you there's a lot of malls around. That's, that's what I learned. What? I said show enough. You're showing off? Yes. Yeah. Now, here's the, speaking of showing off, obviously uh, an inside thing from across the street, like I'm going to give a bastard to publicity. Who cares? Oh, he's leaving his uh, daily sports column or his uh, whatever, uh, whatever he writes in a Herald. It's crap. Bastard. Oh, it wasn't the Marlins that won the World Series. The Cubans won it. We won it. Yeah, stuff like that. Real crap. Real swill. Just like uh, Stugat. Same thing. And, here, and here's one line in this uh, PR release about him leaving the Herald and taking leave of absence for a year, like anybody cares. And some guy writes, as far as I can tell, the gifted Dan LeBastard is a Miami Herald columnist, while a twice-monthly column, writes a twice-monthly column for ESPN magazine, hosts a Sunday morning show on ESPN radio, is guest host on PTI, whatever that is, and has a daily drive-time show with somebody named Stu Gotts on Miami 790 AM. Now, wait till you hear this line. All right. How can you be on the radio with Stu Gotts and stake out Shaq's stool at the same time? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry I said it in the middle of your lunch. Stake out Shaq's stool. I mean, what? What is that? What? What? What is that? Uh, shake out. Is that his supposed what? to be funny? Is that supposed to be? What is that? Besides the grotesque. What? What a thought. Pathetic. Okay, what are you guys eating now? I noticed you sent you the whole menu from uh, 15th Street Fisheries. Right. Well, I'm. Uh, I kind of took over both of the uh, giant salads that they got, like a, a blackened chicken salad and then a, a mixed seafood salad with shrimp and crab and artichoke hearts. See, Chris yeah. has got, uh, I don't know, what is that, a steak? A cowboy ribeye. A cowboy Ooh. ribeye. They also well, they brought favorite. some uh, sea bass that uh, Steph came in here and uh, ran off with, which is fine. How about the pepper, shrimp, and scallops? How about them? I don't, that? I don't I'm know. just looking at the menu. There's all kinds of really neat things During that break, here. I kind of whirlwinded what they had and, uh, you know, took what I wanted. What are these two salads? Oh, conch fritters. Yeah. I love any kind of fritters, man. I'm a fritter mm -hmm. kind of guy. You're a fritter fella? Mm -hmm. And they got great sandwiches, too. The Dockside Melted Turkey Club. Mmm. Sounds good to me. It's all good. Mm, Sirloin burger. Seafood kebab with lobster, sheep, scallop, pepper, onion, pineapple, and chipotle grazed over wild... Seems. What is this chipotle thing, by the way? It's like a sauce. It's I know, spicy. it's a Mexican... What? Yeah. It's like a spicy type of but a sauce. But where did that come from all of a sudden? Like a year ago, nobody ever heard of that. Now all of a sudden, every commercial... Oh, it's got chipotle this it's and what popular. is that? Chipotle. Ch chipotle. 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 It's very good. Chipotle. <laughs> Hot wings with blue cheese and celery sticks. Oh, man. So what did they bring you? Fried calamari with wasabi. Wasabi. Mm-hmm. So what else you got? I don't know what else there is. Shout out, guys. What did you bring? Snapper. Pan-seared snapper with uh, fried rice. Mm. Conch salad, which I might also steal. And just don't go crazy here. I only go I ahead have just tasted your snapper. Crazy. <laughs> or are you talking about conk? Yeah, conk. I think you're going to conk out if you don't cut the crap. So anyway, we're about 35 minutes away from a noon when those go on sale. $100 certificates for 50 bucks. You would love the Street Fisheries. What? And you they're going to go fast, rebuy. and once they're gone, you know how mm -hmm, that goes. That's right. Because we sell our stuff on this show. I noticed that Joe sells his stuff when he's got, like, quarter deck on there, or Hooters or quarter deck. They sell out real fast, pronto, you know, because everybody knows those places. Well, when he's got any other place on there, man, they kind of like linger and linger and linger, and then you sit around and sniff your finger. And I don't know. 
I'm still trying to figure that all out. What's the story, Joe? Biggest names. The Little best dogs. talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I wouldn't believe a word Neil said if his tongue was notarized. All right. Solutions free. American Airlines stuck in Cincinnati. Sleeping on the airport floor. Don't wanna fly with you no more. Got important places to get to, but I'm stuck here because of you. American Airlines got one thing to say. American Airlines don't blame the FAA. Cancellations free. American Airlines stuck in Cincinnati. Okay, 1131 at 560 WQM, and as if we don't have enough uh, malls on the pole, here's a fax from one of our chronics over there at Maroney Dodge. Who doesn't do any work all day, just sends us faxes all day, every day. A new shopping and dining area in Pembroke Pines at Pines Boulevard and I-75 called the Shops at Pembroke Gardens. So it's pretty nice. Plus, this week, Fuddruckers opens there. So tell them don't butter the bun. Please don't butter the bun or I'm going to have the runs. At Fuddruckers. I like Fuddruckers just fine. I like that squeeze cheese, man. I love that. What's called the shops place? of what? What? The shops the at The shops what? of Pembroke Gardens. Get her on. Get her done. And isn't it interesting that I put on there, I hate, I don't live in South Florida because we already got seven votes for that. That's in second place behind the sawgrass. I don't live in South Florida. Eight. See that? Okay. All those people who are living and listening online, they, they don't have a favorite mall because they're not there. Oh, look at this. And they're having uh, all these guys, they're doing the wafers now. Glad you're here, Fred. Okay. All those cats are the having something uh, put in their mouth. What? They're doing a wafer. We're about to take a quick break. And... Uh, we're going to take a quick yeah, break now, but up. we'll come right back and show you a bunch of put other it back on dancing girls. Uh, getting a wafer stuck in their puss. Put it back on Escandalo TV. You know something? I wonder, I wonder if MSNBC is doing the same thing, because this is embarrassing. Uh, no, they're in break. We'll see, what, we'll see what they do when they come back. Primetime Race Group and their number 11 ALMS G2 Dodge Viper are scheduled to get loaded in its transporter this Sunday after a week of rebuilding due to unfortunate shunt in the streets of St. Petersburg. What word did isn't you say? What, isn't that what uh, McCain called his wife? A shunt? In the world of racing, they say if you can't afford to wreck it, don't race it. And it goes on about this and bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. And it says, primetime is owned and operated by Joel Feinberg, who was piloting the number 11 Viper when it hit a concrete barrier at over 90 miles an hour after a careless shove from an impatient Patrick Long driving the number 6 Penske LMP2 factory Porsche. From there, Feinberg will be looking up track at the side of fellow GT driver. This is such crap. How do you like that? Joel Feinberg was in, but the bad news is he didn't get killed. Why do I care about all of this stuff? My God, give me a break. Get a life already, will you? Absolutely correct, sir. I have no life. Oh, you know what? You know what they're doing on MSNBC? No, I don't. 
Well, I'll certainly keep an eye out for that when the paper <laughs> helicopter heads, heads to the Alps next I summer. was attempting to impress you, uh, George. I don't I'm certainly not going to turn on Schlock's News, and I'm sure they're probably doing the same thing anyway. Can I go buy it real quick, Schlock's News? If you must. Because I think it's blocked out by me on my TV. I don't know where the hell it is. Oh, look at that, Canada AM. Mass at Washington Nationals Park. <laughs> Boy, that shows you that the world has really got its priorities all straightened out. That's why, oh, here it is, the Fox. What have they got? To establish relationships early, well, and I think it's important Nazi for him as a newcomer also to the international scene as a leader of Britain, coming on the heels of a very popular uh, in America Prime Minister mm -hmm. Tony Blair. Tony Blair, who helped get uh, the world into this uh, mess. So I don't. What am I going to watch? I guess. Huh? How about the Racing Channel? Okay. Get you ready for your May second appearance in Gulfstream. What are you eating now? Uh, Conk salad. Oh, Ryan Stahl. I think Ryan Stahl is uh, looks like human. Under the age of 100, I don't know. Watch out for those hot drivers, man. There aren't too many of them. Most of them look like uh, Rimmer. They look like Rimmer, a lot of the, especially in Northfield Park. Got these big handlebar mustaches like Jerry Colonna. What's that all about? Like Terry Thomas. I bet you don't, you don't even remember Terry Thomas, the comedian, do you? No. Nope. You don't? No. Nope. That's, that's a shame. That was big Terry mustache. Thomas, the uh, harness driver. Yeah, he also had a mustache. He was very funny. Before your time, though. Long before your time. Oil prices at all-time highs above $115 a barrel today, with reports that oil and gasoline stocks in the U.S. were lower than expected, and as the dollar hit record lows. All right. Thank you again, right. Mr. President, for screwing the world. Light, sweet crude for made delivery rose as high as $115.54 a barrel electronic trading on the New York Mercantile Exchange. It eased back to $114.89 a barrel by afternoon in Europe, down four cents, as the dollar strengthened slightly and traders booked profits. Traders, uh, this is what it's all about. We have to pay 80 bucks a gallon so that the traders can make a big profit. All these grave robbers, all the people that watch the gambling channel. In London, Brent crude futures fell one cent to $112.65 a barrel on the ICE Futures Exchange. The euro hit an all-time high of 159.82 today. Its second record in as many days against the sagging dollar, but then lost a little ground, falling to a mere 159.27 late in European trading. Almost a buck sixty on the euro. Wow. Concerns about sagging U.S. gasoline supplies ahead of the peak demand of the Northern Hemisphere summer also helped boost prices. The U.S. Department of Energy said yesterday inventories of gasoline fell 5.5 million barrels last week, a much bigger decline than forecast by analysts surveyed by Dow Jones Newswires. Crude inventories, and it's pretty crude, all right, fell 2.3 million barrels last week. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. The bottom line is that the Saudis are gouging your ass. That's the bottom line. The Bush, Bandar Bush, and all of Bush's buddies over there, the Saudis, they're raping the world. And just saying, leave us alone. Oh, there's that screamer again. Possible readings, but by the same token, by I think people token. were surprised he, again he, that he brought seriously. up the sex abuse crisis. And I was very gratified. He looks like he may take off. If they don't have no cement shoes for this guy, he's going to take off in flight. About the abuse crisis. So I think he's a priest. You understand? He's one of the fathers. Yes. Hey, father. God. People are so stupid. Father, could you help an old altar boy? I'm a Catholic. No. 22 before noon at 560 WQM. Don't be knocking the Holy Father now. The whole world is 
is uh, into this thing now, and you're and you're making all these horrible comments. Yeah, yeah. Even the lepers are watching it. But this was these were words that perhaps were directed at the Catholic Church as a whole as well. As a whole. And Henry underscoring earlier, so many uh, dioceses earlier, uh, earlier. have really suffered financially from the blows of the sexual abuse cases. Oh my God! Now was that a play on words or what? Did you hear that? What she just yeah. said on nope. CNN, no less. And we're supposed to feel sorry about the dioceses that have, they've suffered because their priests were molesting little boys. So we're supposed to feel sorry for all these uh, uh, getchkis. They all ought to be in prison, man. The whole bunch of them. Part. And now he's saying uh, that the Catholic people have to help one another. Here. Oh, my God. You think there was nothing else going on in the world? Is, is there anything else going on? No, not that Oil I can see. Oil is hitting the high, the record highs. The dollar is sagging and lagging and fagging. And, uh, and all this cockerai uh, going on here, man. It's the Pope. It's the Pope. You don't understand, Neil. you got to get with the program, baby. The Nazi Pope, no less. That should make everybody really happy. we got a Nazi president. Why not have a Nazi Pope who speaks with a Jewish accent? <laughs> I don't get it. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets up at the end of this whole thing. Hey, happy Pesach, everybody. Wouldn't surprise me. 105 <laughs> votes already on the new poll that you guys are poo-pooing. Don't be poo-pooing Charlie B's poll, okay? Kaka. That's right. Don't poo-poo it. Favorite mall in South Florida, the Sawgrass 18, but I don't live in South Florida 12. See, I told you you got to get that on there. we got a lot of people all over the universe, man. Stick it. I got an email. You, you would just, I don't know whether you'd laugh or cry. I'll read a couple it. days ago on my MySpace from some jackass, some redneck, who doesn't listen to the show, doesn't live in South Florida, but he votes on the polls. And he didn't like whatever the poll was that day. Oh, and this is really a crappy poll, and you've got to do a lot of work on your website and get it really a spiffed up and do this, do that. He doesn't listen to the show, but he votes on the poll every day. And he's on the MySpace, so he can give me a lecture on how we should uh, do the website, how we should do the show, how we should live our lives, how we should have our ass. The best talent. Or Ms. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Jason, you're on QAM. We don't have any National Guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard. Uh, no. Prices at the pump... Head upward. In some local areas, they've officially reached record highs this morning. And no question about it, it's really starting to take a financial toll on drivers. Way back when, in 67. Boy, this must be serious. Chief cost of fuel at the pump was divine. Come on, House of Beaver. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, well, that's great. Smells nice, too. Now I can't afford it. It's really I think we're out of gas. They can't afford to pay for it. There's nothing you can do about it! It's 11.45. How about mortgaging the house to fill up your gas tank? Of course, you don't have the house anymore because they just uh, foreclosed. But nevertheless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. People are getting bitter, baby. It's a bitter pill to swallow what's going on nowadays. Although the Bush family, they're doing very well. The Bush family and Bandar Bush and all the Saudi royal family, they're doing extremely well. They're just swimming in money. They got oodles of money. 
Are you still eating or are you finally done? No, right here. Not, I'm not, I don't mean, are you? No, right no, I'm there? done. I'm done eating, boy. Oh. I put a lot away. What about uh, Tubby there? No, I'm done too. Very, 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 very good. What did you Was have? It very good. I had, oh, the, had the uh, cowboy the ribeye. Yes. Cowboy ribeye? Mm. Yep. With a uh, loaded potato. Mmm. Let's take a few calls, shall we? Five, six, seven, we got the calls going again today, and quite frankly, uh, they are what they are, you know. Especially the guy with the um, lepers. He was good. Yeah. That was my favorite. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. QAM, hello. Chris, I'm assuming there were calls, so. There are some. Oh. Hello. Good morning, Your Holiness. Yes, sir. May I kiss your ring? Yeah, kiss it. It's all good. <laughs> kiss it. Hey, listen, I have a question on your website. It's your picture. Something popping out. Does that Say mean what? you're mailing it? Does that mean you're mailing it in? Your picture, your face coming out of a mailbox. Yeah, that's right. I'm mailing it in. That's what that's supposed to mean, right? That's what I thought. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. All right, hey, hey, have a great weekend. Okay, look the stamps. Just look at 5670560. It's a little awkward with the phones, but once that uh, router gets here, you know, that uh, really bad one that I'm not right. paying too much money for. It'll be dangerous. Right. Then I'm going to be really dangerous because then I can potch you around with the phone myself. I mean, I could turn the monitor on here, but I won't see anything. Or I could just, what I could do is unplug the computer uh, that's got the Internet on it and just go to the phone one. You ever think of that? Yeah. I don't want to do that, though. No. Oh, and uh, Brandon says, what about the Omni International Mall? Is that still there, the Omni? I have no idea. What do you mean you have no idea? I have no idea. I don't get Where those do offers anyway? I used to. You Hollywood. Like in, in the Yenemisvelder somewhere? In Hollywood. The Omni's downtown, almost downtown. I know exactly downtown, where right? the Omni is, okay, or was. That's where they used to bring all those suitcases. When was the last time you were there? Columbia. Hundred years finger ago. Pointer? A long, a long time ago, back when all I was right picking then. up Hustlers on Biscayne Boulevard. All right, then. Mm. I bet you they're still there. No, they're not. They're all dead. You know, when you stop the baloney, they're all still there. They're, they, you know, maybe they are. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. Know. don't they replace them? Don't they, uh, you know? Yeah, the new ones come along. Swap After them out. After they be 80, they kind of like uh, retire them. They send them to the Hustler Retirement Home. <laughs> oh, there you go. Turn out all evil from your hearts and make them glow with pure light. God inspired speech in different tongues to proclaim one face. One face. face. I'm telling you, he's talking about a Jewish accent. Who the hell is he kidding? This is a Nazi pope, and he's trying to, like, pull the wool over everybody's eyes and talking about a Jewish accent. Boy, Next, he's going to be eating kishki right there in front of everybody. You'll see. And then they're going to bring in a big box of matzah and some pesadiki candies. They're going to have, like, a bring in the Mogan David wine. Manischewitz, maybe. You'll see. Although, knowing his taste and his level, is probably going to be Grandma Boone. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. The world is sick with fairy tales, baby. Bubba Mices, they keep picking on us fairies, but it's the fairy tales. That's the problem in the world. You know, I just, I don't know what, I guess force a habit. I just looked up at the... Uh, at the screen there? At the monitor, yeah. It's, yeah. it's black because it's turned off. You know? Well, got lots of lines ringing for what it's worth. Okay, well, don't get all whipped up now. You're starting to sound like you're at the uh, Gulfstream. You know, don't get too uh, carried away. Hey, it's got to be me. Nice and... Nice and uh, low-key. No. QAM, hello. Hello? QAM, yes. You feel the hostility, George? QAM, hello. Hola. Neil? Yes. Oh, this one, do you know Gerard? He never loses at the casino, neither. Who? Gerard. 
He, no. He, he calls me every day and says he, he never loses. Yeah, and? I lose, I lose a lot. I lose my ass. How do you like that? Oh, come on. Oh, oh. Get rid of this old coot. Get rid of him. Why is he on there so long? I don't know. I thought you liked him. No, I did not like him. He was an idiot. <laughs> QAM, hello. QAM, hello. Good morning, sir. How are you? Okay. Good to hear you. Um, yes, I, it is. I just, uh, brief, brief little uh, kudos to your way. You were right all along. Uh, I finally uh, gave in and went to support Obama. And my concern was not that he wasn't confident or anything. I, I just was afraid they were going to butcher him like uh, Hillary has been doing, uh, and they were going to ruin him. But this guy, he's like the Energizer Bunny. He keeps coming back no matter mm -hmm. what they throw at him. That kitchen sink stuff just isn't working, and I've never seen anybody throw that stuff aside with such class either. Right. Mr. Obama appears to be the real deal, and uh, once again, sir, you were right. He's going to kick her ass, you'll see. I mean, it's, it's all over. She just refuses to go away, that's all. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the uh, the scorched earth policy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, supposedly that was what she and Bubba got into it for originally, to take, you know, to bring manners back to it. But uh, I forget what movie it's from. They have become what they have beheld, and uh, I guess they've accepted it. But uh, they're, they're pulling all the same crap that Carl Rove pulled. And, that uh, is correct. And smear, water, and, smear and schmear, that's right, smear and schmear. And uh, we are supposed to be better than that, otherwise what's the difference? So, well, it's good to have you back, and I hear you're going to be doing a remote down here sometime next month? Yes, sir. Great, I will be there. And uh, and by the way, it's unfortunate that the uh, Pope has diplomatic immunity, because they should have cuffed him when he stepped off the plane. Absolutely uh, correct, sir. Have a good day, sir. See ya. They could, they could put him and uh, W in the same cell, would be good. They could compare notes. Oh, I yeah. killed more people than you did. Yeah, fat chance. Let's see. In Boca, it's called the town center, not Boca Center. Boca Mall, which was raised to make way, make way for Meisner Park, used to have a pet store in Taco Viva. Uh, it says it was my favorite when I was eight from uh, somebody. Tracy. Oh, it's from Tracy? Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Wow. Oh, good. Thank you, Tracy. So what do we want to put on there? I, I don't know. Uh, correct whatever Adjust it is. Adjust it accordingly. Govern yourselves accordingly and put on there whatever you like. Oh, now this is bad about shooting. Uh, now we can't put that on the air. Whoever sent that in. Sorry, can't put in there about shooting uh, certain people. Let's see. Doug says, can you add, I hate shopping or I hate malls to the pool. No, that, that's, not, that's not the question, Doug. I let my wife go to the mall and deal with all the South Florida a-holes. It said, well, that's fine, Doug, but that's not, that's not the question, whether you like malls, do you hate malls. I mean, if we ask you, do you hate anything in South Florida, it's going to win hands down your pants, of course. That's not got anything to do with the poll question, right? Right. So bug off, Doug. Take a bug, Doug, and hide under the rug. That's what Bob Prince used to say. It's a bug on a rug when they hit uh, or a tweener. They hit a ball in the gap okay. in Three River Stadium, and of course they had that artificial surface. He called it a bug on a rug. But anyway, he was great. He wasn't just another one of these really coma-inducing, boring, terminal like a day fan boring. Oh, my God. At least Cordes isn't in there so we can, like, uh, suck up for him anyway. See oh, him. he's a great broad. What? See him. And are you going to tell me that uh, you like Dave Van Boring, Chris? Um, I don't think he's anything wonderful, now. And, in fact, the other day I was listening to the radio to see what the um, score was. You fall asleep? Well, no, I, literally, I was trying to remember his name, and I could come up with Dave Van Boring. I was like, what the hell is his real name? You know, and then they finally said Van Horn. I was like, oh, that's right. 
So I know him as Dave Van Boring, thanks to you. But he's he's exactly that. He's boring. He's mm-hmm. got no life. I miss you And the Marlins you know, win the World Series. Oh, wake me up when it's over. Bring back My Joe favorite South Florida mall is the Sawgrass, baby, 21. They love the Sawgrass. They like parking 100 miles away from the closest store. they got nice valet parking, though, there with some real ugly guys. Why don't you get some hot uh, valet parkers in there, you idiots? God. I remember when I used to go to Calder all the time, they had that one uh, kid that worked there at Valley Park, and I used to give him a $20 tip all the time. Yeah, did he know why? Why? He was cute. No, did he know why? Yeah, he knew why. Okay. And he used to probably behind my back, Ferry, there's the Ferry, a faggot. A homo. But I, I don't a really homo. care. Yeah, homo. There's the homo. He's going homo now. Sawgrass 21. I don't live in South Florida 19. Boca Center 13. Is that the right one? I don't know. Ask Tracy. Aventure Mall 13. Falls. The Falls 12. Well, that's way down yonder, man. It's a nice mall. It's way down there. Right. Maybe Chris goes to the falls. I do occasionally. The great mall? It's very nice. It's about five minutes from my house, so yeah. The swap shop in Fort Lauderdale, which I don't consider a mall, but nevertheless, six. Oh, they're kissing it as a ring again. They're kissing it. The Pope's running around. Just kiss it. In fact, he asked them to bring up a line of altar boys so they could kiss it. Galeria's got six, Pembroke Lakes Mall, five, Pompano Fashion Square, four, Dayland, four, Coral Square Mall, four, Broward Mall, four. Broward Mall, are people still shop there? Wow. And then there's a whole bunch of, there's, there's eight million of them on here. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Coma-inducing. You know what I mean? What do you mean? 1156 at 560 WQM. In just four minutes, we'll be opening up Neil's Deal on WQM.com. Starting at noon, you'll be able to buy $100 certificates for just 50 bucks to the world-famous 15th Street Fisheries in Fort Lauderdale, where dining is both a visual and culinary feast, and where George and uh, Chris just ate lunch from and just uh, going nuts. Oh, great. The panoramic views of the Intracoastal are unsurpassed, and their food is out of this world. Try appetizers like ahi, tuna tartare, or tempura shrimp and calamari. Feast on fabulous seafood entrees like Maine lobster, grilled mahi-mahi, Asian spice pan-seared snapper. Grilled salmon, pan-seared pan wahoo filet, and lots more. And, and then a feature a great filet mignon or 14-ounce New York strip for you meat lovers, too. 15th Street Fisheries, where 15th Street meets the Intracoastal in Fort Lauderdale. For reservations, call 954-763-2777. And thanks to me, at noon, in just three and a half minutes, you'll be able to buy $100 certificates at half price, just 50 bucks. Neil's half-price deals, don't forget. Once they're gone, they're just... You know the way. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is Brandy Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Dead is all around me. Everybody is broke. Sold out. The economy is drowning. They got us by the throat. I'd like to do some driving, but can't afford to go. For the world's richest country, this depression blows. was set for the neocons to grab all they could get. They trickled it up to the 1%, raped us all, 
Intentus for Could this be a recession? The headlines boiling news. I'm dying over here. There's people going hungry. You won't see that on the news. It's like the 1930s. Another prince of wrath. We're just the rich and dirty. Can't afford to buy gas. Corporate newspapers say it will end The ones that I use for the sheets on my bed You patriotically left them in control They robbed us blind, now we got a dust hole So about Officially in a deep depression Is it official? But they don't want you to know Oh, not officially, just wait for it then shut up. For the world's richest country, this depression blows. Yeah, this depression blows. It blows, baby, big time. This depression Not like Joyce, blows. but then again, who the hell does? 1202 at 560 WQAM. Yeah, Happy Thursday to you. we got the jerk show at 2 and then the mad dog. Well, nothing's perfect. And DA show tonight at 9 o'clock after several hours of uh, stuff. Anyway, uh, we're, uh, we are sold out. In yeah, we are. A couple of minutes or less. The boys watched it happen. Every time I hit refresh, it was like I hit refresh three times and they were gone. Yeah. Went 50, went 33, like, 10, mine gone. Went 37, 34, 7, gone. Gone. And once they were gone... Yeah, they're gone. They're gone. Well, there's that hot chick again on CNN. I think she's beautiful. Not beautiful, but cute. There's a difference. I mean, well, I don't know. What word would you use? She's back on there again. Cute. Hot. Smoldering. You don't think? I agree. Very attractive. Yes, and which is. is at least so. If you're going to put a bubble head on there, at least That's put right. some attractive bubble head as opposed to that Campbell Brown, another whiny bitch. Oh my God, Campbell Brown. God, who doesn't know her ass from your elbow? One minute official. We sold out in a minute. How do you like that, Muff? Well, we're going to get that sales department on the stick now. We got some people listening to this damn show. Either that, or we have a small number of people listening with a lot of money, and they buy our stuff. That's what it's all about. Well, I think the first one. As Dick Casper used to say, moving Schmidt off the shelf. The first one is correct? Yes. We have some people out there listening? I think so. Of course, a lot of them, like the Swillery people, they won't mark Marcus down if they get the Arbitron Diaries right now because they're pissed off at me. Right. And you know what? Too bad. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, endorse that whiny bitch just to make people happy. You know, If you're listening, mark it down. Quit lying. Quit lying, because if you're not, then you're supporting Rush and the fascists on the other side, the Nazis. But that caller made a good point, and that is that they're doing the sliming and smearing that usually we, the, the Republicans do, the Karl Rove crowd, they do that, Lee Atwater, all that stuff. And now the Swillery and Bubba people, they're doing the same thing to Obama. And you know what? It's like he's the Teflon. It just melts off of him like butter. But at any rate. So we are sold out. Now, is it official? How do we know yes, when it's, it's official? official? It okay. is official? Yeah, it's official. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. I promise you. And what does it say? How much time? One minute. <laughs> oh, I'm going back to bed. Don't do that, slacker. 
Oh, there's Barney Fagg. Over Ternavito. And um, the administration said they had a plan that uh, they thought would work. And as a matter of trying ultimately... Here's how raspy his throat is. Well, I could... I have for that. I'm not saying a word, okay, Barney Fagg? He's a good guy. Good gay. At least we got something beside the Pope on there, although, but couldn't we? What a segue that was from the Pope to Barney Fag. Wow. How do you like that, America, huh? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All you Farbisno. Speaking of Farbisno, this story should make you want to vomit. All right. I'll uh, set it up. The vomit. This is from Haaretz.com. Oh, them? Report Netanyahu says 9 11 terror attacks good for Israel. Oi! You know, BB Netanyahu? Yeah, yeah, that Nazi. The Israeli newspaper Ma'ariv on Wednesday reported that Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu told an audience at Bar Ilan University that the 9-11 terror attacks had been beneficial for Israel. Oi! Chobman dreared. We are benefiting from one thing, and that is the attack on the Twin Towers and Pentagon and the American struggle in Iraq, Ma'ariv quoted the former prime minister as saying. He reportedly added that these events swung American public opinion in our favor. Netanyahu reportedly made the comments during a conference at Bar-Ilan University on the division of Jerusalem as part of a peace deal with the Palestinians. Meanwhile, Iran's President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad cast doubt over the veracity of the 9-11 attacks calling on Thursday, calling it a pretext to invade Afghanistan and Iraq. Four or five years ago, a suspicious event occurred in New York, he said. A building collapsed, and they said that 3,000 people had been killed but never published their names, he told Iranians in the holy city of Qum. Under this pretext, the U.S. attacked Afghanistan and Iraq, and since then a million people have been killed only in Iraq, he said. Club Hibindrid, too. You know something? That's a good match. Bibi Netanyahu oh, yeah. and, and Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. They should mud wrestle. Only uh, Bibi's a better dresser. Speaking Wednesday at a news conference on the Iran threat, Netanyahu compared Ahmadinejad to Hitler and likened Tehran's nuclear program to the threat the Nazis posed to Europe in the late 30s. Netanyahu said Iran differed from the Nazis in one vital respect, explaining that where the Nazi regime embarked on global conflict before it developed nuclear weapons, the Iranian regime is developing nuclear weapons before it embarks on a global conflict. You know something? He should live so long. Crazy bastard. Bibi, Net well, Bibi Netanyahu, we have to go in and take out Iran. It's good for Israel. It's good for Israel. How about what's good for the rest of the world? Huh? What's good for the whole world? The Israel firsters and the Cuba firsters and the Pope firsters and the Worcester firster. Yeah, hubba bubbum. That's right. Hubba bubbum is right. Or as the rim man said at lunch on uh, the other day. Hubba 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 hubba. On Sunday. Hubba 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 hubba. That's when he realized that uh, we weren't going to Ruth Chris. Well, they don't open for lunch. He is just, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed my life. We had a good time, you know. That's because Farrell was there. Yeah. But there's just something about him. You know what I mean? The mustache? That, that must be it. The cookie duster? Ernie Kovacs had a mustache. He was great. That's way before your time. Nevertheless. That's early black and white days of TV. Ernie I Kovacs. saw some Any? footage. You did? Yeah. Somewhere on one of those discs, I've got that the Nairobi trio, the theme. I'm not going to dig it up, though, because that's too much like work. And when you've got five and two-thirds years left on your deal, boy, I can't, you know... It, now, that's the strange thing about this whole experience. Every time I think in my mind, I'm counting down the months, you know, and then, then some event occurs or something happens, and I decide, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to keep working until I croak. At one point, that was a joke, croak. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now it's not. And, of course, that poll we took the other day, there's, there's a whole bunch of people out there who wish I would croak a wicked death like right now would be good in the middle of, in the, middle of the show. 
Like Howard Beale with that thing about, uh, you know. Listen to me. Television is not the truth. So turn off your television sets. Turn them off right in the middle of the set. Plop. Where's my plop? Pop. That's it. See, I don't have that. Maybe I have it on uh, bank four, do you think? That means that you have it on the machine. You just oh, have to set, oh, you know, okay. set no. one of the buttons All up right. there. I want to give you a you turd. Okay. You turd. You turd. Are you sure? It's number 18. Oh. How do you like that? That means it's in there. You can program any of your buttons on any other bank to uh, have that sound. Just a minute. Now, give me a little bit of credit, will you, please? Well, like, like I don't know how to program the buttons. I, I is that what you're telling me? It sounded like you'd forgotten that that's how it works. Because when you say that you have it on bank that's four, that's like saying I forgot how to drive. Maybe you I didn't. forgot how to take a dump. Well, I, I know you didn't I forget how to, how to do that. I forgot how to pick my nose. <laughs> I forgot how to eat lunch. I mean, uh -huh. come on, give me a little bit of credit, will you, please? How about some props for old pops? Well, you know, because you of your humility. Can program like like the 360 like you invented this thing? No. No, you put your own crap on there, your own I, banks. I put all the audio in there. Tallulah. You put what? All of the audio that's in there, with uh, with a few exceptions, I put in all these machines. Well, great. And all the audio that's in the DCS that's been put on the last six years, I put it in there. Right. How do you like that? Right. I like nah, it a lot. Nah, nah, nah. How do you like that? I like it a lot. Not a lot of people can do that. Why not? Oh, yeah, That's well, a good we question. Got... <laughs> well, when we had somebody on the station, I don't want to mention his name, but never even uh, owned a computer. <laughs> He's like computer illiterate. I mean, that was funny. I, I don't understand that. Well, why, why is it so scary? You know, it's like people talk about programming their VCR. Like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, I'm, I, I can't do that. I'm scared of it. Does it, does it like, like a little lizard come out of there and snap at you and bite you if you try to program your VCR? Yes. First of all, who's got a VCR anymore, anyhow? Me. No, combos, I mean, I got you know, one, but the duos, the combos. You know. Right. I got one of those. Don't use it. I mean, who's got tape? I got a bunch of uh, tape somewhere. In fact, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I got a tapeworm. But I'm not going to be eating no crap today. Maybe I'll have a Good. candy bar before I go to a oh, boy. Well, right. See, I'm going every day, and they're going to say, oh, he's got, a, he's got a gambling problem, Rogers. No, I don't have a gambling problem. No, you got just, an eating uh, problem. I have a what? An eating problem. Yes, and that's nothing new. But I didn't have any macaroni and cheese yesterday, and so maybe I'll have it today. Okay. What do you want okay. to say? All right. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I, I, listen, I know from experience, it's my dead brother's birthday. You can't talk fat people out of eating. Macaroni and cheese isn't going to kill me, although it does. it's all carbs. It all adds up, you know? Well, what does that mean? It all conspires. It all adds up, so in that case, I'll just stop eating. How's that? That's a good idea. you happy if I just stop eating? Just eat the vitamin. Vitamins and water. the rest of this year, I won't eat anymore? Good plan. Oh, and those vitamins will kill you. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. That story, you know, I didn't take my vitamin E this morning just because of that story. Sure, how stupid I am. Really? Yeah, I'm Well, I took my multivitamin. Well, oh, your multivitamin. You know what? You might as well You might as well drink a half a glass of tap water. Okay. Your multivitamin. All right. I mean, what, what is that? As big as my fist is what it is. 1213 at 560 WQM. There's a butt. I smell it. Hey, go. Hey, go. Bright light come and I won't go home. Chocolate pudding, vodka pills. Oh, I like 
command me want to go home. Suicide man, it can kill. Red light command me want to go home. Hey, Mr. Coroner, tally up the bodies. Red light command me want to go home. We say, hey, Mr. Coroner, tally up the bodies. Red light command me want to go home. Six men, seven men, eight men dead. Right, like, come and we want to go home. Six men, seven men, eight men dead. Right, like, come and we want to go home. Hey, Misado. Right, like, come and we want to go home. Right like come and me want to go home. See the spirits in the clubs. Right like come and me want to go home. Six men, seven men, eight men, ten. Right like come and me want to go home. Six men, seven men, eight men, ten. Right like come and me want to go home. Right like home and I want go home. Tom 19 at 560. All the cultists all the time. Let's have some of that great poison pudding, what do you say? Or some mm. of that poison Kool-Aid would be good. Sure. How's Jim Jones doing? Just fine. I'm jonesing for some Kool-Aid. Omni Mall has been closed since uh, Faxer. It's now being redone. But a beautiful new mall just opened a little further south called Mary Brickle Village in Brickle. <coughs> Mary Brickle Village? Whatever. You ever hear that, Chris? You live in Dade County. I've never heard of it, no. Do we believe this? I mean, you know, obviously it's a legit. Why would they lie? Well, that, just to be smart ass, they wouldn't lie. Mary, I'm going to Google it. All right. All right. Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> you could have said something. Oh, I'm sorry. I could play oh, something. Oh, you're eating too. again? No. Oh, yeah, Mary Brickle Village. It's all over the internets. So get it on there. Add it to it, please. Mary Brickle Village. Mall directory. I wonder what they got there. Shows a bunch of happy people eating. Eating and drinking and boozing it up. And uh, goosing each other. They have a plethora of options for today's sophisticated shoppers. They got jeweler stores. And they got restaurants, Batan's Restaurant, Blue Martini, Grimpa Steakhouse, P.F. Chang's, overrated. What's the name of this place? Mary Brickle Village. Okay. Jesus. What do I have to do? Come there and, like, uh, draw you a diaphragm? Nothing. Mary Brickle Village. Three words, okay? You got it? Mary, as in Mary had a little lamb. Brickle, as in if you got a lot of money, you can afford to live there. And village, as in like people. Village people? Yeah. they got Rosa Mexicana. Ocean Air Seafood Room. Subway. There you go. If you can't afford to name those other restaurants, they got Subway. And they got Blue Pizza e Cucina. What'd you call me? they got Starbucks. 
They got Roma Organic Gelato. Oh, baby. Mm. Brickle Shoe Repair. And a bunch of other stuff. Okay, anyway, Mary Brickle Village on uh, wherever it is. Now, can we get back to uh, sanity here? Let's we sold out in a minute. That's the second time we've done that, by the way. Is it? In one minute, yeah. I was going to say it's a record, but it ties the record. Okay. For those for those out there who've got a scorecard and keeping track, keeping score, like at a baseball game, you know. Oh, I got. I used to do that when I was a kid. I'd keep score because I was bored, I guess. I don't know, because I was stupid. Why would anybody with a brain keep score for a ball game? I give up. Because it's something to do, I guess, because it's so boring and it gives you something to do. Baseball game. Now, when there's a sport where there's, like, real action, you know, like football or hockey, you don't have time to be, like, uh, no, I guess you could keep score of the penalties and the uh, time the goals were scored, stuff like that. They're going a flat mile on the turf for the Maiden Special Lake Company. Cornelio Velasquez gets aboard for trainer Roger Horgan. Seventh beat in the guts on the nine horse. Well, who the hell? Two to one in the morning line. So that's a big pick. Ron Rippey with a pro pick there on my racing network. Big deal. Two to one in the morning line. Even I can pick that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give me a 10 to 1 shot. Give me a little something, something. Remember the cookies? The cookies? Barack Obama wants to make sure that voters do. This is by Nedra Pickler and Raw Story. Pickler. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know what I love? Like, like at Myron's Deli there at uh, Pompano Park in the uh, casino? Yeah. Big kosher dills. Ooh. Really sour. You know what yeah. I mean? Really good. There's nothing worse than bad pickles. I agree. I've seen a few of those. I bet you have. Barack Obama wants to make sure that voters remember the cookies, even if it was 16 years ago that Swillery created an uproar when she sniffed that she could have given up her career and stayed home, baked cookies, and had teas. While Clinton brought up the problems Obama could face in the general election if he's nominated, Obama used the two-hour debate last night to remind Americans what they don't like about his opponent and her husband, Bill both candidates argued that they were tough enough to withstand whatever Republicans tried to use against them. Obama raised Clinton's controversial pardons on his last day in orifice, and he wanted Americans to know that Swillery repeatedly called him names in the past few days. They're calling each other names. Childish. The point was to, the Clinton, uh, to tie Clinton to the divisive politics of the past at a time when the new poll shows that a majority of voters view her as dishonest. Liar, liar, your pantsuit's on fire, honey. The loss of voters' trust comes as Clinton's been attacking Obama for comments he made recently about Pennsylvania voters who cling to guns or religion because they're bitter about the economy, statements he maintains he mangled. During the course of the last few days, you know, she said, I'm elitist, out of touch, condescending, Obama said. You take one person's statement if it's not properly phrased, and you just beat it to death, he added. And that's what Senator Clinton's been doing over the last four days. Despite the signs that her criticism may be backfiring, oh, I wish I had that sound effect. Now I have it, but I can't play it. You know, the one that goes like that. Oh. Backfiring. Swillery did not pull her punches against Obama, yet she tried to soften the blows by delivering them in polite tones and often with a smile. She said his bitter comments demonstrated a misunderstanding of religion in people's lives, and she said he has other weaknesses that could hurt him in the general election, his relationship with a controversial pastor and 60s radical William Ayers. I've been in this arena for a long time, she said. I have a lot of baggage, and everybody has rummaged through it for years. And so, therefore, I have an opportunity to come to this campaign with a very strong conviction. Yeah, she ought to be convicted, all right, and feeling that I'll be able to withstand whatever the Republicans send our way. Obama wanted to make sure voters remembered some of the baggage, but he also raised it in measured tones. He used sympathetic terms in bringing up the cookie quote that led critics to label Clinton as some sort of ultra-feminist. 
She's gone through this, Obama said. I recall back in 92 when she made a statement about how, what do you expect? Should I be home baking cookies? And people attacked her for being elitist and this and that. And I remember watching that on TV and saying, well, that's not who she is, and that's not what she believes, that's not what she meant. And I think Senator Clinton learned the wrong lesson from it because she's adopting the same tactics, he said. Sounds like a shot to me. Attaboy, Barack. Kick her ass. Clinton said she was concerned about Obama's association with Ayer as a former member of the Weather Underground, who Clinton pointed out in an interview published in 9-11-2001. He didn't regret bombing government buildings. Obama quickly responded that Clinton's husband pardoned one member of the Weather Underground and commuted the sentence of another one. Look, there's no doubt the Republicans will attack either of us, Obama said. What I've been able to display during the course of this primary is I can take a punch. I've taken some pretty good ones from Swillery, he said. Wouldn't that have been great if he would have called her Swillery right there on the uh, ABC? Shrillery. Shrillery, yeah. And she would have... <coughs> she just started tearing up again, you know. <coughs> Squirting a few. I don't know about you, but boy, this show today seems like it's just eternal. Like we've yeah. been on for a hundred... Am I right? Well, I just ate a lot, so I'm really sleepy right now. That's what it'll do. And you want to know why it's those carbs? You didn't have any carbs, though, did you? No, I did not, actually. W- what did you eat? I had uh, oh, a big meal of any kind, like a big steak. Half of two kinds of salad, but I ate a lot of it. One was a seafood salad <laughs> with a whole, yeah. you know, with big chunks of like, you know, shrimp and and crab meat Seems. and uh, things like that, and artichoke mm. hearts. And, and the other one was a blackened chicken salad with, uh, you know, lettuce. Yeah, just like your heart, things like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, take a little nap during the oh, break. Yeah. Just yeah, just put your head on the table. <laughs> Biggest names. The best talent. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I'm sitting home watching TV. Enjoying the peace and quiet I really need. But I know that it won't last forever The doorbell has to ring Another Jehovah's Witness The things they want to save me I'll come to your house and I'll knock till I'm blue in the face. So don't you come out knocking, cause I'll be waiting behind my old oak tree. What a shame the papal mass is over with and now we got some other crap on TV. I wanted to see that all day, all the rest of the week, all the rest of April, you know? All right. On and on and on. Like, like this is news. It's not news, okay? It's not news. It's sucking up. That's all it's they do anymore, exactly. anyway. Sucking up is an understatement. It's not any more news than the fact that there's people in shul and there's people at the uh, mosque and there's people uh, wearing a mosque and stuff like that. I bet you this is TomPayne.com. Yeah, it is. Every time my uh, thing buzzes, I know who it is and what it's all about. Me too. Just like actually Paco was awake at noon today. That's pretty good. Okay. Send me a message right back. Have a great day and uh, win a bunch of money and stuff like that. Speaking of a bunch of money, Big Oil is once again being called on the carpet. Senior executives of the five largest U.S. oil companies were to appear before a congressional committee Tuesday where they were likely to find frustrated lawmakers in no mood for a small talk. Now, the date on this story, by the way, I just got this off the Internets. 
is Tuesday, April 1st. Okay. Why is this story on there now? I give up. Isn't that frosty rant? I don't think I've ever had that happen before. Where, where did I get that from? I'm going to find where I got that story. I think it was from the Drudge Retort, you know. All right. This is in, in, definitely in Florida, by the way, and they definitely rip off stuff. If I if I read a story on the air, it shows up on there on their website. I could be wrong. Let me wait a minute. What is that from? And now I can't go back. As gasoline. Oh, there it is. No, it's from the Daily News, New York Daily News. Well, how come? I don't understand this. Why is this in the New York Daily News website when it's dated April 1st and today is April uh, 17th, for Christ's sakes? What kind of communist bunch of crap is that? Huh? I give up. New York Daily News, my ass. Well, that'll teach me to read that propaganda crap. God, oh, man, that's embarrassing, isn't it? No. A little bit. No, it's not. You think I care? No. When you got this poll up there like this, you think I care? You're not going to embarrass me. No. I'm beyond I, that. I see how you dress. You're starting to sound like Paco now. Well, I could sound more like Paco, but I can't do a good Spanish accent. No. Or a bad one. You see by how I dress. If you could see those corduroy pants I've been wearing lately... Really? What kind of sound do they make? You're going to start that again? I thought you were trying to have that big meeting with Jolly Joe and be on good terms. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to play that sound. They do sound like that. that that's just the sound of uh, corduroy rubbing. Uh, pant, pant yeah. legs rubbing together. That's all. Right before they catch fire. My favorite South Florida mall is Sawgrass 29. The Sawgrass. We have how many votes? 228. We had a thousand and two on the first one. Boy, I tell you, we got over. We're kicking some big smelly ass these days. I'll tell you. I think I could be wrong, but generally, you know, you know how how it goes. You can feel the vibes. You can tell. You know what I'm saying? Like selling saying? out those things in less than a minute. Those things. You just get that feeling, and probably because we got the calls back on there. Not. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. They wanted them. Remember that pull we took a few days ago? Sure, you mm -hmm. did. We want the calls back, Neil. That's what we want. We don't care about all these damn... Although they didn't mind the stories, though, of the people we still have left. But now that we... And, and actually, the last two days, I can't knock the calls that much. Sure, the idiots have been there, but we they've been there for like about a half a second. Right? Right. Maybe we're wearing them down. And once I get that router here, then you're going to see some real action, man. I'm going to get Joe's private detective on the case. Sorry. And you notice that guy didn't uh, send any more faxes today about the router? No. And you, who else didn't send me any more faxes? My boyfriend, the one that says he's uh, my boyfriend. Oh, now that you've said that, though. What? Because he hadn't sent any today. Oh, he won't. He's uh, Maybe he found a boyfriend. Your lover. Your lover. Oh, my lover, excuse me. Lover. My favorite South Florida mall is the Sawgrass 29. I don't live in South Florida 27. That's almost number one. And rising to the top. Aventura, 24. Boca Town Center, 21. Falls, the Falls, 17. Galeria, 11. Swap Shop, Fort Lauderdale, 10. It's not a mall. <coughs> is it? I guess it is. What is it? Whatever. 
It's a drive-in theater. How is uh, Preston Hen doing, by the way? They still got him locked away somewhere? No, unfortunately. Pompano Fashion Square 9, Dayland 9, Crawl Square Mall 7, Broward Mall 7, Pembroke Lakes Mall 6, Dauphin Mall 6, Lincoln Road Mall 6, 5, Palm Beach Mall 4, the Mall at Wellington Green 4. Boy, there's so many malls, my God. It's going to take me till noon tomorrow to read all these. Village of Merrick Park 3, Shops at Sunset Place 3, Meisner Park 3, Mall of the Americas 3, City Place 3, Bayside 3, Bell Harbor Shops 3, Shops at Midtown Miami 2, Miami International Mall 2, a dose, Coral Ridge Mall 2, Shops at Pembroke Gardens 1, Westland 1, they like the tea rooms there and the glory holes, Southland 1, where the hell's Southland? I never heard of that. I don't know there's a Southland. Well, it used to be Color Ridge Mall. Oh, really? Yep. Well, the Shops at Las Olas 1, Lehman's Fashion Island 1, Lomans, did I say Lehman's? He's dead. Lomans Fashion Island, Lauderhill Mall 1, Festival Flea Market Mall 1, Cutler Ridge Mall 1. I thought you just said Southland is what used to be Cutler Ridge Mall. It is. So why do we have Cutler Ridge Mall on there? I guess he put on it twice. Nice going, Charlie B. Mary Brickle Village. These all have none. Mary Brickle Village, even though somebody faxed it in, they didn't vote for it. Nice. Town and Country Center, Pioneer Mall, Kendall Lakes Mall, Fountain Shops of Distinction, Fashion Mall, Diplomat Mall, Cross Country Mall, Cocoa Walk Shops and Boynton Beach Mall all have the big O. Now, that one, the um, implantation there, what is it? The Fountain Shops. Okay. Now, that's the one where uh, Two J's is in there. I, th- I guess they're still there. And they have that pet uh, store in there with all the cute little puppies in the window. Well, I can't, I can't walk by there. No. Oh, my God. I mean, a couple of years ago when I was down there and I walked by that thing, I looked in the window. Thank God it was on like a Sunday and they weren't open. You want to buy them all? Yeah, well, I mean, there's all these cute little puppies. Uh, where they look at you and they have that sad look. Oh, please, right. please take me home. Buy me or they're going to stick me in a wood chipper. carpets. What? Right. I said, buy me or they'll stick me in a wood chipper. Yeah, like in Fargo. She is so good, man. Yep. Frances McDormand. And, and yes, you know, before I watched Fargo, I... I I'm sure I'd seen her in other movies, but I never really... No, but she's one of those good character actresses. She's always different in every yeah, movie. Yeah, I never really knew that much about her. But she's great. Mm-hmm. In fact, that whole movie is so damn good. Mm-hmm. I-, I love the scene where the cops finally catch him in the motel. Yeah. They're not pounding on the door. <laughs> Just wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> he's trying to j- crawl out the window. Oh, he's a little guy. Kind of funny looking. Yeah, he's great, too. But then again, so are so many, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm going to do. Starting now, I'm going to go watch a movie. Which one would you re- recommend? Of Mice and Men. Now, what about uh, The Covenant? What about it? You've already seen it. Well, what do you mean I've already seen it? Have a Godfather, we've already seen that yeah, yeah, 5,000 times. You just got done seeing it. Watch Of Mice and Men. Watch a good movie for a change. I thought The Covenant was just fine. A, a different kind of good movie. Oh, I see. I thought it was good. Real good. Finger looking game. The Sports Leader. Your breasts are beautiful. This is an ABC News special report. The president now for his comments, his speech this morning on Iraq. Good morning. The immediate goal of the surge was to terrorize the Iraqi people. The national government is sharing oil revenues with General Atreus and Ambassador Crocker. And all who want peace in the Middle East should support colossal proportions of Jack Daniels. <laughs> um, we will urge all nations to back off and best of all, smoke pot. Yeah? <laughs> and I have done so. And I believe this. 
I believe, uh, I believe that my intelligence is approaching zero. Just take my word for it. Oh, we do. It's 1245 at 560 WQM. we got jerks coming up at 2 o'clock. You have to have lots of intelligence to listen to that show. It's a very intellectual show, you know? Yeah. It is. Okay. Let's see that music at the beginning. It sends me. You know where it sends me? No. Where? Out the door. Oh. Well, speaking of which, I better start getting ready. It's almost 1 o'clock already. I better get my uh, pantaloons on and my shirt. Sure. My really sloppy clothes, you know, that I wear. That's right. And you know what? I don't care. No. By the way, you know, being your biggest defender as far as your attire is concerned. Yeah. You know that. What does that mean? Well, You're trying to I, suck up now after you took that cheap shot? I took a cheap shot for the sake of comedy, but, uh, you know, just so you know. Because people and have always what? told me that. For years, people have, you know, they... they, they like they, Mo, uh, he used to talk. Right. How can you they leave the house looking crap. like that? And he was sitting there with a wig falling right. half uh, down the side of his head. People say it to me like at appearances. It's like, Neil has all that money. Why does he dress like that? I say, F you. Why does he dress like that? Why do I wear a dress like this? Yeah. It's a lovely dress. Plaid? Polka dot? Pink chiffon? Chiffon. He's so fine in chiffons. It's a song about Stephen Strait in that movie. <laughs> Is that it? Let's see. Here it says, just an FYI for Charlie B. Pompano Square hasn't been called Pompano Fashion Square for almost 20 years. 20 years! Pompano Square. We got what? Pompano Fashion Square? Oh, let me see. Yeah, we got Pompano Fashion Square on it. It's got nine votes. It's just Pompano Square Mall. So take the fashion out of uh, the thing. Like me, take the fashion out of life. And dress like a slob. Like a homeless, like Paco calls me. They look like homeless, you know. And I feel, and what I should say is, if it weren't for me, you would be homeless. But I, I'm not like that. I'm not like George. No, you're not. No. At all. No, I'm not. And that's good. We don't yeah. want to all be the same. No, of course not. I'm an old softie. That's all. And you're a hard ass. So yeah, you... and I don't pay for my friends. Sorry, just quoting one of your friends. Cuts like a knife. I think Republicans are no longer underdogs in the race for the White House. To pull that off, John McCain has attracted disgruntled GOP voters, independents, even some moderate Democrats who shunned his party last fall. Partly thanks to an increasingly likable image, the Republican presidential candidates pulled even with the two Democrats still brawling for their party's, party's nomination, according to an AP Yahoo News poll released today. Just five months ago, and this is today, by the way, this isn't a story from April Fool's Day like uh, on at New York Daily News. They, they ought to go to hell, the New York Daily News. They should rot. It's enough to make me re read uh, Rupert Murdoch's uh, post. Just five months ago, before either party had winnowed its field, the survey showed people preferred sending an unnamed Democrat over an unnamed Republican to the White House by 13 points. Also helping the Arizona senator close the gap, people's opinions of Swillery have soured slightly, while their views of Barack Obama have improved, though less impressively, than McCain. Well, of course. Wouldn't you race to the polls yeah. to vote for a guy who's going... Like that? Bombier the better. Yeah. God. David Mason of Richmond, Virginia, is typical of the voters McCain has gained since last November when the 46-year-old personal trainer was undecided. Mason calls himself an independent and voted in 2004 for President Bush, whom he considers a strong leader, but a disappointment due to the no-win situation in Iraq. Right, a strong leader. Thanks again for those low gas prices, Mr. President, and strong American dollar, and for all those dead people, but other than that... Oh, John Jarris was complaining about that, the dollar. About what? 
the Dalek, because, you know, he goes to Germany uh, all the time. Yeah, he's a Nazi. He's he a good was, guy. Uh, he's he was lamenting. Yeah, he's uh, proud of it, too. Goose-stepping. Where's all the colors? He goes to Austria, you know. Sure. Austria, Austria, not only did Hitler invade Austria, he didn't really have to. They welcomed him with open arms. That's right. They were singing Deutschland über alles as the troops were marching in. John Jarrett knows all the words. He knows what? All the words. To, uh, he's a good guy, but he's a Nazi. It's he all right. he, he, he's not embarrassed by that. I'm not that much in favor of McCain. It's the other two are turning me off, Mason, instead of Clinton and Obama. All he's been through, meaning McCain, is an ass set. He's an ass, all right. He didn't say the whole word, though. I, I can't either. Oh, and, and speaking of that, now, do you have the uh, new HCN disc? I don't get the discs anymore, remember? I have to download the uh, the bits. Well, there's a bit, and we can't play it on the air. I didn't. Luckily, I just auditioned it. <laughs> I, I find a lot of those. That... Tornado in Hillary's pantsuit. <laughs> I'm going to go listen right it now. It is hysterical. <laughs> I want you to listen to it right now. She is sparking up a storm. I mean, these are real rippers. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah, listen to it during the break. I'm going to. You'll, you'll be most amused. Maybe so I'll... what's this about how I got to dress when I go to Woodbine? First of all, you <laughs> can see how most of the people dress when they go like to the Hard Rock or to Woodbine. When you go to the casino, you're not dressing up. Right. Where do I go? Like tomorrow night, I'm going to Morton's and I'm going to dress up. Neil, I'll put on some like nice dress pants and a nice long sleeve shirt and a sport jacket, and I'll look like a real mensch. I'm a big fan of people who dress like they want and don't let other people tell them how to dress and don't That's follow how do. fashion and art That's fashion how do. lemmings. Yeah. And I just get a constant, never-ending. Oh, put on that! Put on the new shoes and put on. Mm. Oh my God, you look no. homeless. You know, like that. I've only ever defended that about you. What do I care? Exactly. I'm going to spend all of my money on clothes. I'm going to go to Harry Rosen and spend 5500 bucks on clothes. Just this, For what? This, this shallow game. Shallow people trying to impress other shallow people. Ah, now you're talking. See, there's a knock that uh, is legitimate. Yeah. People are so worried about what everybody else, what That's strangers right. think. That's right. How do you right. about what he thinks? He's a stranger. <laughs> He's a stranger. Couldn't be any stranger. That's right. But there's some people, you know, especially immature and childish. You look homeless. Yeah, okay. Sometimes they don't even have that excuse. In fact, sometimes I'm thinking that maybe I will become homeless, but nevertheless. Spare some change, mister. Have a nice day, eh? Oh, it is beautiful. I wonder what the temperature is right now. You want to take a look for Polly? Polly's listening. He's taking notes for tomorrow's show. Polly, man. 18 degrees. You know what that is? It's like 65. It's going to be 21, 70 today, 22, 72 manana, 20 on Saturday, 68, and Sunday, a little drippy in 59. Hallelujah, baby. And, of course, people are thinking, well, what's the big deal with that? It's up north, man. Wintertime is finally over. The long, brutal, nasty winter. Of course, I could have had the best of both worlds, you know. Of course, yep. that jackass faxer there, that uh, Ray or whatever his name was. And so it's like we have an epidemic lately of all these people trying to tell me how to live my life, how to uh, arrange my career, how to, uh, you know, take a dump. Maybe they're like your uh, friend Joe Costello. Same, same thing. Well, like he invented wiping your ass, you know. Oh, no, you wipe from back to front. That's the way you really do it, Neil. I mean, right. Mm -hmm. I mean, what kind of nonsense is that? Like, there are people who have been doing things for a jillion years, but we're going to reinvent them all, you know. How do you eat? Well, take your fork and first you stab your ass with it. I just don't get it. I don't get people. Well, maybe they just have, like you said, shallow. Right, and no lives of their own, so they have to right, so they want to they right. tell everybody else manipulate how to live their other life. people's lives, like my mom, like ma, yeah, 
Yeah. And I always tell her, you know, when you get your life in order, maybe you'll be in a position to tell other people. Exactly. Not. Not. It's not going to happen, is it? Nope. America's ground forces are stretched to their breaking point. Lawrence J. Corb told the House Committee on Armed Services this week. Over this time, the Army has become severely overstretched, and its overall readiness has significantly declined. Dr. Korb, a senior fellow at the Center for American Progress and Assistant Secretary of Defense from 81 to 85, told the committee that Don't Ask, Don't Tell is contributing to the climate in Iraq and Afghanistan, responsible for growing numbers of post-traumatic stress disorder and suicide among ground troops. The Bush administration's open-ended and unconditional military commitment in Iraq, coupled with the deteriorating situation in Afghanistan, means that there is no end in sight for leaving the stress on our ground forces, Korb, be saying. Dr. Korb's speech indicted the Bush administration on straying from the original vision of an all-volunteer force, including by refusal to reinstitute the draft to support a protracted conflict and putting private contractors in combat roles when originally meant for administrative and support services. In his recommendations to expand and rebuild ground forces, Korb spoke about lowering recruitment standards, urged an emphasis on peacekeeping and fiscal responsibility, and called for an end to discrimination on the basis of gender and sexual orientation. The Army and Marine Corps cannot afford to place unnecessary obstacles in the way of qualified men and women who want to serve, he said. Over the past 10 years, more than 10,000 personnel have been discharged as a result of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, including 800 with skills deemed mission critical, such as pilots, combat engineers, and linguists. These are very uh, important job functions for which the military has experienced personnel shortfalls. General John M. Shalashkavili whatever his name is, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs in 1793 said when the Don't Ask, Don't Tell policy was enacted, he no longer supports the policy because now he believes that allowing gay men and women to serve openly in the military would no longer create intolerable tension among personnel and undermine cohesion. A recent Zoggy poll supports this view. It found that three-quarters of Afghanistan and Iraq veterans were comfortable interacting with gay people. Second, Corp continued, all military occupations should be open to whoever qualifies regardless of gender. Currently, the Army and Marine prohibit women from serving in infantry, field artillery, and special force units that directly engage the enemy on the ground. Swarovy ought to shine up. She's used to that sniper fire going over her head. She's used to it. Speaking of her. Yes? This is Eyewitness News. Senator Hillary Clinton is making sure... No, don't play it. Okay. If you even want to have that meeting with your boss... The voters know where she's... Don't play it. <laughs> now, did you listen to it? No, no, I just uh, oh, downloaded well, it. Listen That's to it the, in uh, queue would be a good idea. Okay. In queue, we're going to get screwed. No, it comes to This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Oh, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Three thirty in the morning, and you hear his cell phone beep. Why the hell's he got his phone on when he should be fast asleep? You get up and check the message, and it says thanks for the sex. You just caught your hubby cheating through a goofy high school text, and the screaming starts. And the screaming stars. Her screen name's Pookie Panda, and your man keeps her warm. Texting about their last date when he visited her dorm. She thanks him for the sweater, the gift card, and iPod. 
She says she can't wait to see him and feel his sexy body and the screaming starts and the screaming starts. The screaming starts and the lamp gets thrown. You hit him in the head with his own cell phone. Then you kick him hard in the family beams. He's lying on the floor holding his in Of all the neighbors, but to them it's nothing new. Cause they've got rotten husbands who cheated on them too. Here comes another message. Read it if you dare. A pookie panda says she's not wearing underwear. And the screaming starts. And the screaming starts. Screaming starts. The screaming starts. And a lamp gets thrown. He hit him in the head with his own cell phone. And then you kick him hard in the family beams. He's laying on the floor, holding his in between. Okay, 103. Well, that sure was long. It wasn't very entertaining, but it was long. And in the meantime, was I was cute. able to go out. Was, was it cute? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Well, I didn't hear it because I was making me a weenie in okay. the microwave. Mmm. Wow. A Schneider's all beef weenie. Sounds, uh, the, good. Sounds good. It is good. Log on. Log on to WQAM.com and sign up for the QAM Mock Draft Challenge. For your, your, your chance to win season tickets to the 2008 Miami Dolphin season. Brought to you by Expert Claims Adjusters. Help. Let me uh, stick it over here. Oh, it's greasy, though. Well. A lot of fat in those weenies, man. Let me tell you right now. Yep. You ever see a fat weenie? Just this morning. Comedian and former Nixon speechwriter Ben Stein speaking of weenies. What a jackass. What an idiot. His new documentary, Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed, will not open until this Friday. But it's already been widely blasted for its alleged dishonesty and looseness with the facts. This is written by Muriel Kane, Ross Story. The headline is, Scientist Says Ben Stein's Expelled Should Really Be Flunked Out. Stein has recently emerged as a prominent spokesperson for so-called intelligent design, a pseudoscientific gloss over the religious philosophy of creationism. Were you aware of that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is he, some kind of like Jew for Jesus or something? Something like that. Idiot. Using filmmaking techniques clearly borrowed from Michael Moore, Stein sent out to confront scientists and educators about their alleged persecution of supporters of intelligent design, whom Stein claims have been targeted for retaliation and harassment. See, I'm trying to finish this weenie. All right. Well, it's a big one. I don't want to read in the... Oh, there's the Pope again. It's not been easy. It's not been easy. It's such a way my my However, the National Center for Science Education has performed an extensive investigation of the martyrs profiled in Stein's file and has found a consistent pattern of misrepresentation. In other words, lies. 
We reviewed public records and reports on the intelligent design promoters who were supposedly discriminated against, and we discovered that the claims that they lost their jobs over intelligent design are unsupported. Biologist Josh Rosano explained. That said, professors who aren't making advances in their field, editors who disregard their journal's established practices, and lecturers who repeat creationist falsehoods shouldn't be surprised if they have trouble holding jobs. These people weren't expelled. They flunked out. The controversies over expelled began last fall when two supporters of evolution, who are interviewed in the film, Professors Richard Dawkins and P.Z. Myers, claimed that they were tricked into appearing by being told the film would present a serious debate about the controversy that exists in America between evolution, creationism, and the intelligent design movement. At no time I was given the slightest clue that these people were a creationist front, Dawkins complained. Stein countered, I don't remember a single person asking me what the movie was about. Myers recently noted that the producers of Expelled appear to have stolen some of their sequences from PBS and from a small animation company, XVivo. Those producers have now countersued XVivo, alleging that its claims are part of an ongoing campaign attempting to discredit the film and its producers. I didn't realize he was such a lunatic. I mean, I know he's an a-hole. Yeah. But Expelled has also come under fire for its attempt to link a belief in evolution to Nazi genocide. When its producers offered a private screening to Scientific American, hoping for some sort of positive or at least newsworthy reaction, Editor-in-Chief John Rennie was withering in his criticism. We could simply ignore the movie, Rennie wrote. Unfortunately, Expelled is a movie not quite harmless enough to be ignored, shrugging off most of the film's attacks, all recycled from previous pro-ID works. Intelligent design would be easy, but its heavy-handed linkage of modern biology to the Holocaust demands a response for the sake of simple human decency, he'd be saying. Scientific American columnist Michael Shermer, who also appears in the film, expanded further on the Holocaust issue. Cleverly edited interview excerpts from scientists are interspersed with various black and white clips for guilt by association with bullies beating up on a 98-pound weakling, Charlton Heston's character in Planet of the Apes being blasted by a water hose, Nikita Khrushchev pounding his fist on a UN desk, East Germans captured trying to scale the Berlin Wall, and Nazi crematory remains and Holocaust victims being bulldozed into mass graves. This propaganda production would make Joseph Goebbels proud. Shermer pointed out, in contrast, that the Darwinian theory has often been used as the underpinning for a belief in Stein's preferred doctrine of free market capitalism, a fact of which he found Stein to be astonishingly ignorant. In fact, Shermer notes Enron CEO Jeffrey Skilling has said that his, his favorite book while at Harvard Business School was Richard Dawkins' The Selfish Gene, a form of Darwinism that Skilling badly misinterpreted. The Selfish Gene. Shellfish Gene? Yeah, the shellfish. That's what you have for lunch. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Must have been really great. It was. And the audience knows that's a legendary place, by the way. Yes, it is. I shouldn't take so much credit for selling them out in a minute because it's legendary. Well, you know, when you got a good deal, a lot of people have to hear about it before it can move like that, you know? Yeah. What does that mean? Like, if they offer that good deal on a show that has no audience, it's not going to happen. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I wasn't knocking, pointing anybody out. Tootsie again? I wasn't singling out anyone. Or Stugatz? They did say they were getting a lot of calls this week about the special and how to get the uh, certificate. So, are you serious? Yep, that's what they said. Are you sure, Carlos, well, the manager, great. good guy, a paisan. Good. Thank God for 15th Street Fisheries and the people who eat there and the people who bought the stuff and uh, all the good people. It's a big weenie. So you said five six seven oh five. Have we got any? Not yet. Oh, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty out of Verizon and. Uh, Singular wireless line. Maybe we got some um, uh, people out there who have an ant with leprosy. Right. 
He, he was good right out of the box. He was, was good. He was call? the best. Yeah, he was excellent. Still the one to beat. I'll wait. Really? Yep. QIM, hello. Hi. I thought somebody had the, um, the trunk, which it doesn't have one, but, you know, open up the hatch. Mm-hmm. Say, fill her up, Wayne. Just dump a whole bunch of Neely Burgers in the back there. Uh, well, don't let me forget next week, do that hamburger pull, okay, just to piss off um, <laughs> Woods, uh, Footsie. Uh, okay. Footsie. Oh, yeah. He's still at it, man. He's in the finals, though. He's in the finals. Is yeah. it Tobacco Road with that great, uh, what is that burger that Jerks was raving about? Cowboy. The Cowboy Burger, baby. Now, does Jerks wear a cowboy hat? I haven't seen him wear one yet. Oh, wouldn't that be something? I think that would be great. It wouldn't be the first. That would be a good image. No, because actually the, the engineer that comes here, who's a uh, great guy, dark-complected mm-hmm. guy, but he wears a, like a cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember Charlie Pride. And when, and when he comes into my place, he always takes off his shoes. Maybe he's Japanese. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I never asked him to take off his shoes. But he's a great guy, and, and he knows what he's doing. He's, uh, he's And he would have put a new router in there yesterday if they would have said, okay, go ahead and spend 50 or 70 bucks or whatever and pick one up. Oh, no. Take a look first and see before we go spending any money. God. You know, it's one thing to be cheap. Yeah. It's another thing to be just... Hey, beyond, I don't know they said the expense is. that router that you bought. Like, you know, fill out an expense report. They'll be... Uh, I don't want I don't want I don't okay. need it. I don't need it, okay? It's 142 bucks. I'm going to win more. I'll win it back this afternoon to Woodbine. I already won a grand yesterday, 1100 bucks. You think I need it right now? Now, next year, that's another story. Next year, I'm going to be expensing toilet paper, everything. Right, good. If I take a choice during the show, I'm going to expense that, the toilet paper, good everything. Point. And the water. 113 at 560 WQM. Neon God. This is the Situation Room. In for the vacationing Wolf Blitzer, the newest addition to the best news team on television, Goldie Goldstein. Hi, this is the Situation Room. What we got here is a wide variety of situations. Let's go now to our situation correspondent, Kimbo. Hiya, Bo. Hey there, little dude. We got a situation. What's the situation? Well, it's not a groovy situation. It's more like a... A situation? Sure. Is it a sports-related situation? Well, that's the situation. It don't got to be. We're on CNN. The best damn news team anywhere in the universe. Well, like, it's a good thing we got a room for this. A restroom? No. Situation room, man. Right back after this five-minute block of pharmaceutical and big oil ads. Corporate is your friend. Your only friend. Gas <laughs> yes, prices hit new high. They were just hyperventilating on the certainly not news network uh, hysterical. She was flapping her arms. I thought she was going to take off in flight. The chick at the NYSE. One eighteen at five sixty. WKM. We got the jerk show at two. George will be listening uh, feverishly. You know what? He's a big fan. Not. Now, if we could have put that stuff on the air from, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, yeah. Yesterday. I'd be a big fan of that. No, yeah, I'll tell you one thing. would sure help those numbers in two to four. I probably shouldn't repeat what Jolly Joe said to me about, well, I won't say Probably that. shouldn't. Oh. 
See, just by saying that, that was enough. And I'm, oh, he's ripping me again. He's ripping us. Uh, who, who's the board up on that show? Now, now it's Carlos. Hey, Jason. How are you doing? Everybody's great. Jerks yes, we are. Yeah. Hey, jerks. By the way, you were swearing up the we're number one. on the air the other day. He knows dump, about it. He heard all about it. Oh, Everybody heard all about it. We're on the radio, you know? Well, that doesn't mean they were listening. Well, it perked their ears up. Yeah, it perked my ears up in here, too, I'll tell you that. Effing this and effing was great. I yes, hope it was. a good effing time. The best show he ever did. <laughs> oh, God. Well, listen, it's been nice knowing you, jerks. <laughs> Police have stepped up patrols in the elementary school in Minnesota after received threats in the wake of accusations that it was using public funds to teach Islam. Oh, my God. How do you like that? Yeah, what else? What's his facts? Oh, more polls, my God. Which one of the following are you positive would cause your parents to disown you? One, come out of the closet. Two, date outside your race. Three, convert from your religion. Four, commit a serious crime. Five, prostitute yourself. Or six, become a drug addict. How about all of these things? All of, all of those. Yeah, that's not a bad poll, you think? All right. I'm putting it in my pile. We're developing a nice big pile. The threats came after a local columnist wrote that the Tarek Ibn Ziad Academy, a suburban Minneapolis charter school run by an Islamic charity, appeared to be violating a ban on teaching religion in its public schools. Charter schools are public schools run by private organizations with public funds. Speaking of organizations, too bad about the spokesman getting swept again. Not, oh, I love that. The spokesman, what an idiot. While many have been started by religious groups, they're bound to U.S. rules that public schools must accommodate the religious needs of their students, but are not allowed to promote religious views or lead prayer services. The brewing controversy came to head in recent days when a substitute teacher said she saw students corralled into involuntary prayer services, and a local TV station criticized the school for failing to fly a U.S. flag. The story got picked up on anti-Muslim websites, and the school started getting threatening calls and emails, including threats to burn it down and destroy its students and leaders. These vile and vicious attacks on us have resulted in death threats against my students, myself, and my family, Assad Zaman, executive director of the academy, told AFP Wednesday. Tarek Ibn Zayad is run by the charity Islamic Relief USA and specializes in teaching Arabic language and culture in addition to standard public grade school subjects, like uh, suicide bombing. The majority of the students are Muslim, and the school offers regular prayer services and after-school Islamic instruction, but officials say they're careful to follow state guidelines. Zaman scoffs at the idea that the school is secretly Islamic or that students are forced to attend prayer services, noting that it's inspected regularly by the State Department of Education, associated so number of reporters and high-profile politicians. We do not teach religion. We don't favor any religion, he said in a telephone interview. I wonder if they were cleaning the carpets at the time. You know those magic flying carpets? Right. We specialize in dramatic turnarounds. More than 90% of our students are in poverty, and we outperform schools in the wealthy suburbs, he said. But... But the columnist who sparked the controversy said that while the reports of threats are repellent, they shouldn't distract attention from the uh, central issue here, and that is whether this publicly financed school is skirting on breaking the law that all others must observe when it comes to religious endorsement. Are they skirting it? Maybe they make the kids wear skirts. If this were a bunch of Baptists or Catholics with the kids being led to the rosary on Monday through Thursday and led to Mass on Friday, there wouldn't be any question that they would be crossing the line, said Minneapolis Star Tribune columnist Catherine Kirsten. Kirsten's also concerned that the school, which has a long waiting list and recently expanded to a second campus, will prevent the assimilation of the area's growing population of new Muslim immigrants. 
If you have a very large Muslim population being ed- educated at taxpayer expenses in a separate system where Arabic is mandatory and there's an emphasis on the culture of the so-called Eastern world, it seems to me you're setting up a very problematic situation, she told FP. It's a situation, like Bo Camper would say. He's not on anymore, right? Thank God. He was here yesterday, I think it was. Doing what? I don't know. He was uh, in the halls. God. You know, there's, there's some people like him and Robert Grieper. They're like, like part of the uh, wallpaper. They're like part of the woodwork. They never vanish. You know what I mean? What do you mean? You know exactly what yeah. I mean. Well, it's that jockocracy that uh, we always talk about. Oh, yeah. The Minnesota Department of Education says it goes to great lengths to ensure that charter schools understand they must be non-sectarian in nature while also accommodating the religious beliefs of students. We take seriously the concerns raised regarding Tarek Ibn Zayed Academy and are conducting an appropriate review, Minnesota Education Commissioner Alice Segrin said in a statement. I wonder what the statement. <coughs> that <coughs> Senator Clinton will win Pennsylvania, and they're trying to go on to a state that they expect Bill to win, Schneider, North Carolina, where the polling indicates that he's safely ahead. Mm-hmm. There are two primaries that day, North Carolina and Indiana. Indiana is likely to be the close one, but he is concentrating on a state where he does expect to win because most people believe there has not, in fact, there has not been a single poll. Somebody give Bill Snyder some water for Christ's sake. Okay, yeah. Swallow a loss from Pennsylvania and go on. Yeah, you're right, because the one, the poll that we did just before, I think Kira read it, likely Democratic primary voters' choice for nominee in Pennsylvania, 48 Clinton, 38% uh, Barack Obama. Wow. Sure. Let's talk about Barack Obama last night. because Let's not. Let's not. Let's not talk about last night. The worst debate in history. It wasn't even a debate. It was a bunch of, like that article by Doug Thompson I started the show with. That was good. George Steph on top of us. It was just a setup. It was a shill for a hill, for the shrill hill. That's all it was. And there was that stupid-ass Charlie Gibson with his bifocals down on the tip of his nose. Doesn't that bug you when you see that, when people do that? It cracks me up. It doesn't bug me. I mean, people me. make fun of the way I dress like a slob, but at least, you know, nothing wrong with being a slob if you want to be. Right. But with your bifocals down on the tip of your nose, you look like a like jackass, like a jerk. Makes me chortle. Like Carl Levin there. I mean, he's a good guy, good Jewish senator from uh, Michigan, but nevertheless, he looks like an idiot when he's got them bifocals down on them. And in addition to which, it keeps bringing the fact that he's Jewish. You know, he's got that big schnoz. Charlie Gibson, on the other hand, is not Jewish and doesn't have a big schnoz, and he's still got the damn bifocals down on the tip of his thing. On a nationwide debate, looking like a clown, like an idiot. And George Stepp on top of us, who is a clown and an idiot, he's sitting over there on the side, you know. With his hand up Hillary's dress. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. I'm Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Exploding balls. Norma Camp. Mr. Camp, uh, this is Clear Channel. Uh, we're prepared to offer you. Let's see, uh, there's my Mickey Mantle rookie card. Norma Camp. Hello, Mr. Camp. This is XM. Uh, we're looking for an anchor show for our network. And would you... Uh... Where's my Ed Crane pool? There it is. Norma Kant. Hello, Mr. Kent. This is Mel Connors. If only I have to find my Marv Throneberry. Oh, Norma Kant. Ho, ho! Joe Bell here. Hi, Joe. Oh, I'm just calling to let you know an agreement for more of the same of nothing to go nowhere is still underway. Ho, 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 ho! Okay. Ooh. What? I found my shoeless Joe Jackson card with the ringtone. La, la. La 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 Now, what's the story? You and he are getting together for a little uh, powwow on your deal? I don't think so. 
No. I don't think so either because you guys hate each other. I don't hate him. George hates you, Norm. Oh. Oh, look at that. There's the altar boys. Ugly ones, too. Ibu Patel, a Muslim member, or actually executive director of the Interfaith Youth Corps, and also joining us from New Haven, Connecticut, Oh, a Muslim con convert to Catholicism and a professor at Yale Divinity School. Great to have both of you. Ibu, let's start with you. You were actually inspired to service by the Catholics. That's right. When I was in college, I came across That's Dorothy right. Day's great... How come everybody's talking with a Jewish accent now? Is it because it's Pesach coming up this weekend or what? The Pope was talking with a Jewish accent. This guy was supposed to be a Muslim. He's talking with a Jew. That's right. The Banishtana, Halalahaz, etc. Well, what is that? It's Joyman. It's not Joyman. He was talking with a Jewish accent. Believe me, I know a Jewish accent when I hear one, okay? Don't give me it was Joyman. How many times have you been in Germany? Not None. Well, ask me how many times I've been here. About 100. Yeah. So who do you think has got a better take on a German accent, you or me? Oh, I'd say you, but I used yeah. to watch Hogan's Heroes, so there. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Robert Shear, who writes The Man Who Would Be Bush... Are Americans unusually stupid, or is something our president putting in the water? As millions surrender their homes and sacrifice other standards of our nation's economic and political reputation to the caprice of the Bush-Cheney Imperium, a majority of voters tell pollsters that they might vote for a candidate who promises more of the same. Assuming that likely voters are not now thinking of yet another Republican president simply because John McCain is the only white guy left standing, an excuse as pathetic in its logic as the decision four years ago to return two Texan oil hustlers to the White House because they were not Massachusetts liberals must mean that tens of millions of Americans have taken leave of their senses. If not the white guy syndrome, why would even a shocking minority of Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama supporters say they prefer McCain to the other Democrat? How otherwise to explain the nation's widespread bipartisan rejection of the Bush presidency and yet a willingness to let McCain continue in that vein? To be sure, as a senator, McCain has exhibited flashes of independence on behalf of taxpayers as in his support of campaign finance reform in which he partnered with Democrat Russ Feingold. McCain's investigations of the military-industrial complex's shameless exploitation of terrorism fears set a high standard as in exposing the air tanker scandal that dispatched a Boeing executive and a former Pentagon employee to prison. But his political ambition is showing. Although he previously harshly criticized the enormous waste in the Iraq occupation, today as a presidential candidate, he opens it over to a hundred years more of taxpayer dollars tossed down the drain in Iraq. The man who was tortured now hugs a leader who authorized the same. By so unabashedly embracing the most glaringly failed U.S. president ever, McCain has surrendered the right to be considered an independent candidate, judged on his own merits and personal history. A vote for McCain is a vote for that rancid recipe mixing religious bigotry, imperial arrogance, and corporate greed that he had stood against in the run-up to the 2000 presidential election which he, when he challenged George W. Bush, but to which now he's capitulated. Too harsh? Then consider just how tight the, sp tight the space is between the rocks of our failed Mideast policy and the hard place of our impending financial disaster. The sudden out-of-control spike in the cost of oil, the key short-term market variable, the specter that stokes inflation fears and limits moves to avoid recession, is not a natural disaster or in any realistic way the result of inefficiency in the use of energy. What's more, the doubled price of petroleum in the short run was not that too many of us bought Hummers, but rather than the political stability of the region that contains the bulk of that oil was deliberately and recklessly roiled. In the name of fighting the 9-11 terrorists, the Bush administration overthrew one Arab government most adamantly opposed to the Saudi uh, financiers of that son of their system, Osama bin Laden. 
Instead of confronting the world leaders of a kingdom that supplied 15 of the 19 hijackers, we invaded a nation that supplied not a single one. While Bush overthrew Saddam Hussein, who had no ties to the hijackers, he embraced the leaders of Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates, the only three nations in the world that had diplomatically recognized and supported the Taliban sponsors of al-Qaeda. Consider that historical marker at a time when the UAE and Saudi Arabia bankers are buying major positions in distressed U.S. financial and other key corporate institutions. I know it all sounds too conspiratorial, like imagining that we might wake up from this national nightmare and discover that the CEO of Halliburton, who replaced Dick Cheney when the latter selected himself to be Bush's vice president, now has his headquarters in Dubai, tucked safely into the obscenely oil-revenue-rich UAE that our troops were sent to Iraq to protect. There is no national outrage or even seriously sustained media interest over the fact that Cheney's old company profited enormously from ripping off U.S. tax dollars going into the Iraq occupation. Nor is there even much curiosity about the shenanigans of Halliburton, which is doing business with Arab oil sheiks at a time when U.S. banks these Middle Eastern oil interests brought into are moving into foreclosure on American homeowners. It's just the sort of egregious betrayal of the trust of the taxpayers that Senator McCain would have gone after before he sought to don the soiled robes of the Bush presidency. Writes Robert Shear, the man who would be Bush, Nick Bush. I'm getting pretty McTired of the whole McCrap, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. How are we doing on uh, Charlie B's great poll? And by the way, uh, even Brandon sending a couple of sarcastic. I mean, uh, people hate this poll. Yeah. Cody George and Chris, and usually noncommittal Chris. 298 what? Votes. So? You're so that means we're going to get 1,400 votes on the two polls today. Pretty damn impressive, if you ask me. Especially considering one of them is such a piece of direct swill. My favorite South Florida mall is, I don't live in South Florida, it's tied for number one, 37, with the sawgrass, 37. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. And I bet if I refresh it, we're going over 300. Like I said, 301. Told you. Very popular poll, George. All right. <laughs> Sawgrass, 38. I don't live in South Florida, 38. Boca Town Center, 31. Aventura Mall, 28. The Falls, 18. Galeria, 16. I'm only reading the ones with double digits because there's 600 malls. You think maybe there's too many malls? Maybe. I mean, Dayland, 12. What's Fox South Fort Lauderdale, 11. Pompano Square, 10. Broward Mall, 10. Everybody else single digits. Too many malls. And, of course, once the big depression really gets into full swing, a lot of people are going to be shutting their doors, you know? Yeah. Really sad. Very sad. sad. But over in Saudi Arabia, I bet you that the royal family, they're not, they're not missing any meals. They're not rubbing their uh, back legs together worrying about whether they're going to be able to make their mortgage payments, whether Joe Bell is going to give them a big raise so they can, like, live the life of Riley and go make a couple of more babies. Stuff like that. And believe me, when it comes to making babies, man, those Saudis, wow. They must be real busy. The biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. There's no fact in, in the church. You fair. Obama tried to put me down. Talking about my nomination. But now he knows I'll stick around. Talking about my nomination. Won't give up my super delegate. Talking about my nomination. If he thinks I will, he must be not. Talking about my nomination. This is my nomination. This is my nomination, baby. Barack wants me to fade away. Talking about my nomination. 
What else do you think his pastor will say? Talking about my I'm not trying to cause a big altar cacication. But I'll fight to the death for mine and a nomination. This is my nomination. This is my nomination, baby. Hey, nomination rhymes with litigation. Hmm. <laughs> 143, 17 till 2, the jerk show at 2 o'clock this afternoon. No more heat uh, stats. Yeah. Because the season's over. Maybe we'll replay the ones from uh, the past season. How about the ones from the championship season, Chris? That would be cool. Yeah, we'll pretend that we just had the championship season. Well, they uh, they won't know the difference, because who the hell's paying attention anyway? What? what? Exactly. Well, you'll be pleased to know i got all my clothes on, all my sloppy clothes. i got my uh, old man shirt on. It's kind of like a light green kind of puce. i got my uh, brown um, corduroy pants on. And I got my shoes on, my New Balance night. That's about the only good. My underwear, and my shoes are the only good things I got on. And my watch. Yeah. I got one of those uh, Citizen watches. What do they call these? They uh, last forever. They uh, like the self-winding. Yeah, but, but there's like a the... name for them. What do they call them? I don't Kinetic? know. Expensive. Kinetic. No, it's not. I don't know. Five hundred bucks. That's not expensive. Not yeah, Rolex. yeah, it is. It is. For some of us. Yeah. Compared to a Rolex, it's not expensive. Compared to the Casio I'm wearing, uh, it is. Casio? Yeah. <laughs> Cassie. Oh! Hey, I'm wearing a fossil, so you know. Yeah. It's classy. No comment. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Chris, uh, George didn't know who it was. Maybe Chris might know. Jason B-E-G-H-E. Beggy? I have no idea. Never heard of him. Ruggedly handsome actor Jason Beggy was best man at the wedding of X-Files star David Duchovny, his childhood pal, and actress Tia Leone. In 1998, he starred as Demi Moore's love interest in G.I. Jane. He's been featured in numerous TV dramas, such as Criminal Minds, Numbers, uh, uh, and CSI. Numbers with a three. I don't know what that is. How do you say that? Numbers. Oh. In 2005, Beggy appeared in promotional spots for the Church of Scientology, and I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name wrong. None of us ever heard of him. But now, Beggy has escaped the church after taking courses since 1994. He's made a video that's up on YouTube. This is what he has to say. Scientology is destructive and a ripoff. How do you like that? Huh? Tommy what a surprise. Cruz. What a shocker. Hey, Tommy. You fairy. He also says it's very, very dangerous for your spiritual, psychological, mental, emotional health and evolution. I think it stunts your evolution. If Scientology is real, then something's effed up. That's what Jerk said yesterday. Everything was effed up. Effing this and effing that. You can see from the video that says that Beggy doesn't mince words, but his refreshing candor about the religion he joined in 94 should shake the celebrity center to its core. It ain't delivering what it's promised. It sure is not, he said. The video is billed as a three-minute teaser to a longer interview with Beggy that's on its way. But the short video packs a powerful punch. He still uses a lot of Scientology lingo like OT and clear. Still, it's quite easy to understand the point he's making. After 14 years and a tremendous amount of money, he sings Scientology in a different light. He's completed so many courses that he's considered a top Scientologist or a uh, something. Similar to Tom Cruise, John Revolta, and Kirstie Alley. But he reveals the further up the bridge, the worse you get. An ST5, whatever that is. He adds, I don't have an agenda. I'm just trying to help. I have the luxury of having gotten into Scientology. And after having been in it, been out. And that's a perspective that people who are still in and not out don't have. How about the people who are in and out? That's cute. Like Tom Cruise. I'm sure Tommy Cruise is in and out. Wrecked him. Yeah, you bet. 
A lot. Hey, Tommy. You failed. Who are you kidding? You're not kidding anybody anymore. Is he making any more movies like Bottom Gun? <laughs> Cute. I don't know what he's doing lately. Good. I can only imagine, though. I've heard of those things. South Korea said today it's cold. Three million farm birds. Why do they always say cold? Killed. Butchered. Cold. Such a stupid word. Called three million farmed birds and was probing seven fresh cases of suspected bird flu as the country grapples with its worst avian influenza outbreak in four years. In just two weeks, South Korea has confirmed 12 cases of deadly H5N1 strain, raising an alarm as the highly virulent virus is spreading at its fastest rate since the country reported its first case in 2003. The farm ministry said today it had seven new reports of suspected bird flu outbreaks at poultry farms in north and south Geola provinces, some 200 miles south of Seoul, where the first bird flu uh, recurrence for a year was reported earlier this month. The country raised the risk level for bird flu to the second highest on Wednesday and sent 200 soldiers to kill and bury birds as an outbreak was confirmed at a farm just 60 miles south of Seoul, bringing the disease closer to the capital. The ministry said today its quarantine work would focus on speeding up slaughtering and investigating possible causes of the spread, such as migrating birds and transport workers who've been moving around affected sites in other parts of the country. Well, we better hope those birds stay there, you know what? It's enough to make Alfred Hitchcock wince. And Tippy Hedren, too. Who else was in that movie? That was Nobody it. that we know. Well, that, that I can name, nobody. A lot of birds. What about the guy from Psycho? Martin, uh, what the hell's his name? Martin Balsam. What about him? He wasn't in it. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, there's, what's his name? Dennis Gold is my passion. I'll buy any carat of gold. There's the gold carat, guy. 10 carat, up to 21, Jessica Tandy? Even 24 carat gold. I Jessica Tandy was in The Birds? That's what it says. Oh, she's an old bag. Rod Taylor, Suzanne Plasher. Rod Taylor. Now, people knew who Rod Taylor was. He was considered a really a good-looking leading man by those who had no taste. Suzanne Plachette? That's who I was thinking of, Suzanne Plachette. I love Suzanne Plachette. She's still alive? Google it. Well, let's hope that she's... What? Uh, January 19th, 2008. She died this year? See. Oh, no. I'm sure we had that on the show, but we have all the dead people, you know. In fact, many of them are listening. Veronica Cartwright? Oh, yeah. Okay, that, that, that's enough. I never heard of that. Well, once you get past the Tippy Hedren and the other uh, Suzanne Plachette. Tippy Hedren, is she still alive? I think she is. I'd bet on it if I had the money. Really? So anyway, I got my shoes on, my shirt, my pants. I'm ready. Still alive. Loomies. Who is alive? Still alive. Tippy, Tippy Hedren is still alive. How do you like that? And she's going to be in a uh, new movie this year. Well, good for her. She was always squealing about the fact that Hitchcock was dirty old man, was like grabbing all over all he, the chicks in his movies. He was. Old pervert. Well, who the hell's right. going to touch him, huh? Without him like reaching and grabbing a little That's bit. Right. Just like me. That's what I'm going to start doing today at Woodbine. I see somebody good, I'm reaching out and grabbing him. Good plan. Can that be felt? A new book by Cliff Schechter is the inside coop, a scoop on John McCain. We had some of this already, as in See You Next Time, but uh, we, can't, we can't repeat this often enough. It's got some new stuff. And if you want to know why John McCain was called McNasty in high school, read it. At one point, Cindy playfully twirled McCain's hair and said, You're getting a little thin up there. McCain's face reddened and he responded, At least I don't plaster on the makeup like a trollop. You see you next time. McCain's excuse was that it had been a long day. If elected president of the U.S., McCain would have lots of long days. The event was witnessed by three reporters and two aides of John McCain, Doug Cole and Wes Gullett. 
Besides being a complete a-hole, which John McNasty is, the issues here are John McCain's temperament and his mental sanity. What I tell you, I've been saying that for a long time. Uh -huh. Crazy person. Senator McNasty has referred to Republican colleagues as follows. He told Senator Cornyn, F you. Said to Senator Grassley, I'm calling you an effing jerk. And once told Senator Dominici, only an a-hole would put together a budget like this. Perhaps this is why Senator Cochran, right-wing Mississippi Republican, once said, the idea of John McCain as GOP nominee sends a chill down my spine. How do you like that? It sent a chill down his spine. If a Democrat acted the way John McCain has acted, the press would be calling him mentally unstable, a lunatic, angry, extreme, and unfit for public orifice. The press would claim that the person should check into a mental hospital, right? In John McCain, the Republicans have nominated a 71-year-old psycho who calls his wife a see you next time and a trollop. This is the same John McCain who refers to Asians as gooks and says, I hate the gooks. John McCain, cuckoo, 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 it says. Kaka. Amen. Kaka, cuckoo, right. Just like all those birds in South Korea. I imagine it's real sanitary over there, like, like in most of Asia, you know, like in China. Yeah. Very sanitary. Like, like in a Chinese restaurant, many of them. Not all of them. You know, you've heard that stereotype about, oh, we wouldn't want to see the kitchen in a Chinese restaurant. Yes, I have heard that. You've heard that. but Maybe, again, maybe that's in China. Right, because we love the Chinese food. Yes, we do. 70 today, going to be 72 here tomorrow. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. And there's a big, there's a big sign in the sky that the Lord just put up. Come to Woodbine. Plunge your guts out. Have a great day. That's what it says. How can you pass up a deal like that from the Lord? I'd rather listen to Sign in the Sky than that silly-ass Pope that was talking with a Jewish accent today at that uh, stadium. The Pope's hawking a Chinook with a Jewish accent, no less. The biggest name. The best This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's Dave. Oh, my God. In Miami town. Huh? At 560 WQAM.